0: I think
1: your family just loves you more, Jay. I think that's what
0: it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you
1: feel more nurtured. <laughs> the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Follen And I'm Jay Baxter. And we are going to be bullshit about the form of years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. For this episode, we put ourselves through the meat grinder that is Sunsoft's Fester's Quest on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Please send help. <laughs> I used the feature in Nintendo Power Issue 8, September-October 89, for aid while playing. Link to that will be in the show notes. And emulation disclosures up first. Emulation all day on this fucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's Topia on my PC with NES Advantage piped in via USB adapter. Jay, how'd you play? I played
2: with the standard USB controller, NES controller at first, then switched to the NES Advantage controller connected with a special little USB thing.
1: uh, Yeah, what what sparked that, like, I, I thought you said it was just fried, like, when I first... Like Dude, first, I, I first so it. yeah
2: like when you first got it like i tried it multiple times like i just couldn't get it to work and i'm like i don't understand like it just it just must not work like i've tried all these things you know so i just sat it to the side and like whatever and getting into fester's quest obviously in the manual it says up front like if you have turbo. a rapid fire controller or turbo controller
1: that's helpful. your life will and suck just, a lot helpful yeah. is not even, <laughs> helpful is not even a I can't even, like, yeah, you, uh, you how were you, you, how it's was the play? We'll, we'll talk about later, yeah, right, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but long story short, I went searching for
2: that bat, like, not, not searching, it was right there. I got a Q-tip, I started cleaning, I'm like, I'm doing everything I absolutely can, I'm gonna, I had tools, I got a special toolkit, I was gonna take the thing apart. <laughs> Like, I was like, dude, just... when I got
1: mine for my uncle. That's the person. That, all those <laughs> controllers. I took them all apart. I Like, I, there's, I, I posted pictures and shit when I did it. Yeah, I took them all apart. I actually put my NES Advantage back together wrong. The switch oh, doesn't no. work. Like, the the I put the dials on wrong, so the oh. turbo thing is not right. Like, I mean, it still works. You can still change it. It's just not the the, the little the little dot that says where you're at on the turbo meter isn't fucking aligned right on both of them. I at least did them the same way that would be the worst if they were different i would probably have to kill myself but (laughs) the and then the the one two switch doesn't like the second port doesn't work like when i switch it to two it doesn't work which is awful like i remember when i was playing uh, dig dug two with amy and i was trying we were trying to pass that controller which is such a cool thing about that when you're doing a a, a controller passing game just passing that big ass controller and both both you use know, use you just hit the switch because they both plug in cool
0: yeah, yeah. it's a,
1: it's a cool ass feature but fucking i fucked something up with that switch and now the two doesn't work either so like i said i'm fucking i probably just buy a new one <laughs> <laughs> the, the nes advantage on the front doesn't it's a little scratched off anyways so that bothers me of course i might as well just buy a new one <laughs> <laughs> just throw the whole thing away yeah even though, even though it works relatively fine uh well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I was happy to see that you did that because that's it is, yeah, uh just the quality of life with and without the controller on the NES are they're not even the same, you know. It changed. It's it's, it's Jeff Bezos versus the guy living in a tent at the beach. It's the two. That's the, oh. that's the-
2: <laughs> it, it's so funny because it it was still just in the back of my mind. I was playing through it no problem, you know, up until like boss five or something. And then like we'll get to it later, but something happened and I was like, oh now I gotta go back. And I'm jamming, jamming hard <laughs> to know. kill the green and pink freaking frog aliens, and I I keep getting hit, and I'm like, Fuck! and you know. so at that point, you started streaming the, your gameplay, right? And I saw how fast, <laughs> how rapidly those bullets were coming out, and I was like,
0: yeah. nope,
2: we're going, we're going to see if we can make this bad boy work, and <laughs> yeah. I got it to work after, like after, yeah, I cleaned everything, Q-tips turned upside down, got just. Oh kept filling, changing every setting I could find, and then resetting, restarted everything, finally got it to work. Game changer.
1: Super hot. I, I applaud your fortitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, huge, huge so difference. necessary. So if you are impressed by Jay's can-do DIY attitude towards <laughs> retro gaming, or like anything else about our pod, please rate and review it. Uh, be part of the Edge movement. It gives us validation and self-worth, and that really helps us uh, in life in general. So, what are we jamming on now, Jay? What are you jamming on now? Other than fucking Fester's Quest. <laughs> Josh, I have been playing Dungeons & Dragons
2: Dark Alliance. Have you tried it? So, this is an Xbox thing. Oh, you don't even know. Yes. So, it just came out day and date. So, which means for our listeners, that means it was released. The first day it was released, it also was released to Game Pass. And I actually got to play it. A few days early with a demo, obviously, because I work for Microsoft through an insider. And it's been so it's out now. Everything's good. People can play it. I haven't seen the reviews being as glowing as I feel about it, but to me, it's a freaking blast. It's Is like a com- Uh No, it's kind of like um, it's a combination of like Rise of the Tomb Raider. If you've seen like the Xbox versions, the Rise of the Tomb Raider series, uh, and like right. Assassin's Creed Odyssey in terms of your gameplay so you're still like your first person like you would be in like um like the witcher 3 like you're still that perspective so over the show like the third yeah yeah. yeah yeah but it, it it's a it's a blast to me like you know i've never played a live dungeon are you and are you a party in a party or are you no so you're so you can there's definitely a heavy multiplayer aspect but there's like four character, four or five characters you can choose from who are set up you know they have different different weapons that they use different races that they are different parts that they play Um, but you get to choose to be one of them and you just play through the story and you do different missions i'm not that far into it obviously but you can definitely group up with other people multiplayer um, and do them together so i haven't got to do that yet because i still feel like i'm way too too new at it at the beginning but yeah it seems like it'll be fun a fun game to play
1: fucking Dungeon Dragon Story World
2: is whew, really good. <laughs> i if you like and that's the thing about it. Again, I've never played one of the live D, D games, so I'm compl- like the story's just lost on me. It's just like, oh, this
1: story's happening. Okay. I have played a, you know, well, I shouldn't say a million D&D games I've played, you know, there's probably been a half dozen in my life that I've, I I have gotten into and really really played most of them on PC and stuff and the like you know this is just so big the story world is so big that i mean you're talking no joke dude i mean that shit was created late 70s you know there's 40 years of just like there's 40 years of lore coming out of an entity that is like prolific in their lore creation you know what i mean it's just like it's the most possible lore that could be created in a 40 year span and they've been (laughs) rocking rocking and rolling on it for that long and there's just. You know, they, I mean, one, they basically have nothing to do with each other is kind of what I'm getting at. Like, whatever the story is in that game, is, I can't even, like, it's going to be nothing that I've <laughs> ever heard of or seen or could grasp. Or, like, you know, it's going it's to be like playing a completely new IP. You know, every, every game is like a new IP, I guess, is kind of what I'm getting Got at here, so. so, yeah, just the style of it is very cool. And I'm sure that story-wise, uh, at least, I'll probably be into it.
2: Yeah, so. I was That's I was exciting. seeing some reviews online, man. People were saying... it seems like another similar game i can't remember the name like some warhammer game or something and i've never played that never heard of that but to me i think i know what
1: you're talking about i think i've seen that though i i've looked at those there's like i think there's like two or three of them i think i was looking at those in, in one of my last like hunting for an rpg kind of fucking little quests you know and and i think i i think i remember that that name sounds kind of familiar and it is yeah it is i mean if it's what I'm thinking of, it's it seemed very D D, which is why I was looking at it in the first place, you know. So if it doesn't just just like differentiate itself, maybe, but I mean, you know, I haven't played that, so who cares?
2: <laughs> so play this game, download it. I'm new enough that we could like jump in and party together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
1: I well my, my little game Yeah, my little rant here will definitely highlight the fact that I do not have a game to play right now. So <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah, I'm I'm down to check that out for sure. Nice.
2: And then, uh, yeah, other than that, man, really only just playing some Rocket League when I've had time. Um, Still having fun with it, but only really playing when I play with the family because, I mean, when we play, we're already one team. So it's very easy to jump into a match. Um, Much tougher when it's just me by myself. So, yeah, that's pretty much that. And Halo 5 got back into that just for the PvP aspects, just for something to jump into quick 15 minutes type of thing. That's all I've had time for
1: these days. Feel that? Yeah, I don't have a. I don't really have a fuck around game right now either. Word. Okay. Well, I, as you might imagine, played some Symnatica. I. <laughs> a big
0: surprise. I, yeah,
1: uh, I beat it. It was incredible. Oh, you great. beat it? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah, uh, the the ending was fantastic, and I feel empty and sad inside that it that, <laughs> that the story is over and that. You know, essentially, I however long it takes them to churn out a new one, particularly for platform, maybe the next round won't be sit on the PC for so long before it comes to console. But um, it'll still be a long time, I'm sure, uh, despite the absolute certainty I have that a new iteration will be coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, nice. did not, they didn't, they fucked, like they, you know, it was the perfect combination of, you know, when you have a sequel to a game. You want to see those little quality of life improvements that like show they're paying attention to like the things that people bitched about that sucked, that didn't work, whatever it might be in the first uh, iteration of the game. So like, that's a, you know, just a, I mean, it's a small, t- it's a known small team that outer worlds, I think is the name of the, the company. Like they are a known small team. They like it, you know, I, I watched an interview. I think I talked about a long time back talking to the, the guy who, you know, started the company and, and created the game. Like you can just, you can just tell that the dude like, it's his baby and he its not, you know, and, and granted that shit every, after enough money flows in, someone will acquire them and that'll get fucked up eventually too. But like right now you can tell that he just, he cares so much about it staying true to the whole core idea of like non-combative exploration in an alien world. This like, you know, almost like what's that called like the conservation it's almost like a conservation idea and mm-hmm. like the way it, it like stays true to like you know you're you're this you know it's a little bit of an allegory for <laughs> the fucking world fucking up the oceans right now on planet earth you know it's like there's some like there's just care and love and a lot of a lot of tlc in it and um so the that that is clearly apparent and in, in just like the mechanics of the game but then also with the sequel you're always in time anyways worried that the story is going to be not nearly as developed as well thought out as whatever just because they're trying to create a sequel as opposed to all the the incubation time that an initial idea has before it gets out into the world you know what i mean uh a sequel this is so true with with like movie television properties is the sequels always suck because there's just you know a 20 percent or some minute fraction of the time spent creating it that there is in the first one so that wasn't at all a problem. I thought the story was better actually in the second one than the first one. Wow. So, yeah, just everything about it, fucking fantastic. I, I did end up having to tactfully Google the very last part of the game, which I'm very ashamed that I had to do. <laughs> like, I had been stuck for weeks, dude. Like, I, 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 story wise, I mean, there's, you know, there's, mm-hmm. and that's what that's just another reason the game is so great. Like, you can be stuck story wise forever and you're still, every time you go out if you like if you're really just going out I'm like I'm just going to go literally explore in a way that I can't I cannot explain I cannot there's no gaming experience I can think of maybe ever but without question in recent memory where you're 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 incentivized and reward both incentivized and rewarded to go out and really just incrementally explore every square inch that you can fucking get to you know and the way the game said the way it's so vertically and horizontally open worldy like that means it's there's just no you know you i found i beat the game i was playing last night with the dumb shit that i'm doing now the the roundup shit that i'll get to later and like i found a a pda which is like the the way you find kind of story it's it, it's the way it's, it's one of the ways anyways that you find story elements i found a fucking pda right outside my base that i had never found like i mean no joke dude like 50 meters from the main exit of my base. And like, I've been playing this game. I played, it's like four days or something that I've played this <laughs> game now since I downloaded it, like the counter on the on the time plate, you know? And like, I've never found this thing just inches from my base, you know? So just, it, it you know, and there's just so much to consume. So every time you do that, you find things and just stumble onto things. So even if you're not making progress in the actual story, you're still making incremental progress and and then finding new things and discovering things and learning things about the environment or the fucking the the fauna and flora that's whatever it's the physics of the world like it's just, it's just a constant discovery and and that is such a fucking fun thing uh at least for me the way it, what I what I want out of a video game and So, yeah, so it wasn't a waste of time, but I had been stuck in the actual story forever. So I was, like, I just, you know, I just got to a point where I was, like, I was just turning the game on and just, like, wandering around my base aimlessly. (laughs) You know, like, just fucking, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to fucking Uh, do. I'm just, like, trying to think. It's, like, trying to get a cue from something. Like, what do I do? Like, what's the next thing? I have no idea what to do. So I had to, like, so I was, like, yeah, super, like, you know, fucking... Uh, I don't know, like tactful is the only word to say, like the the, the keywords I'm using and what I allow myself to click on after the fact are like super conservative and like making sure I don't ruin, especially this part of the game, let alone any part of the game, but like super careful about what I'm Googling. And I was so conservative that I interpreted the information that I found poorly because I didn't, I like skimmed it and didn't, (laughs) <laughs> really, really internalize it. So, like, it, like I actually saw it, it led to me doing another failed experiment essentially <laughs> instead of finding the solution to the thing that I was trying to find a solution for. So, like, I had to go back and like re Google and reread the, the, the thing again. And uh, what I ended up learning from the World Wide Web was that, like, it's kind of what I was suspecting, anyhow, that there was the existence of a place beyond a place that I didn't think led anywhere, despite the fact I had just, I mean, extensively and gotten lost in it numerous times over. Explored the fuck out of it, you know what I mean? So it was just uh, I just it was exactly what I knew that I just didn't push further and harder or, or far, far enough and hard enough. So I went in there, I gave myself better bearings with beacons, you know, these little things that just fucking they put a little marker, as you might imagine, and, right. and then and like that gave me, which I, again, just like. <laughs> it's just such common sense, like, oh, I don't know where to go or w- even which direction to go. Put a marker and go the other way. (laughs) Like it's like super simple solution to the problem, and I just didn't, I you know whatever. And so yes, I yeah push further deeper, and it was it was like absolutely like the end. You know, again because it's not a game predicated on battle. So like, how do you make that final run harder exactly? Like, what is the way to do that? And like you know, yes, you have things that are imposing enemies of sorts or creatures. They're not you're not supposed to think of them as enemies. I don't think, but like. The things and the way the environment kind of railroaded you through their presence was very well done. And it like it was, you know, there, there's, there's, there are fucker leviathans prowling the end of this game. They're just like fuck, and like you know, that's the thing too. Like you, because they're not. I mean, they can be threatening, or they are threatening, of course. But like again, you're not supposed to. Like they're just, they're just. It's like the great white shark phenomenon. It's like, you know, like, yes, they will fucking eat you if you're out there fucking with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they are geared to do a certain thing in this environment. That's like their function in the fucking ecosystem. And if you get in the way or you feed into their purpose, you will die. Like, that's like, it's not, it doesn't mean they're like ill-willed or trying to hurt Mm. you necessarily. It's just, they're just doing what they do, you know, these things like what the 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 way they get you is like really frustrating because like you know it's, it's it fucks with your submersible and like it's a very they did a really good job. The first one had a really cool the reapers which is like you know I I, I hate it it's it's not spoiler but like the the first one had had like the 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 worst enemy in the first one or or one of the worst enemies in the first one had a very cool like gotcha animation you know and every time like i mean i played that game all even more than this one maybe and like every time one of those fucking reapers got you it was just like
0: ah
1: (laughs) (laughs) same thing same thing with this like they nailed this just as well like every time they get you it's like ah (laughs) like fuck (laughs) it's like it is very punitive and you don't you don't know it because you know that that's just the mechanic of the game is so good in that way that like when you you're trying to run from things and when you're running from things you're in a submersible and you're running away from it so you can't see it you know it's just like it's just the most basic mechanic for like scare jump scare or or thriller kind of video games and like the way you have to engage it forces you to be surprised you know and it's it's just again the game is so fucking good it's incredible Nice. So, yeah, so now, so yeah, I finished it, and now I, I'm, of course, going back in and like I'm going getting all the creature eggs I didn't get and fleshing out parts of the game I wasn't able to fully sort, pushing the limits of the base building system, yada, yada, yada. So, like, there's still things to do and play, even though the cool, really cool story is, is kind of ran its course. But go play Subnautica if you haven't played Subnautica, Jay. I don't know if I mentioned that to you or not. I, <laughs> uh, I started hey, to few twice. Yeah, I started fucking with No Man's Sky a little bit also. And I think I might mention that in the group chat. It's a little intriguing. And like, I don't know. Like, I'm, it's almost like too complex. Like, I kind of like, I turned it on last night trying to, like, okay, I'm going to fucking try it uh, again. And like, I don't know. I get into the, like, I just don't, like, I know what my objective is, but like, I put get into the menu system and stuff. And I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, I, this is like, I can't even begin to digest what I'm looking at you know what I mean it's just like too mm-hmm. too opaque to to something so yeah I, I jumped if, into that
2: I felt the same thing man I because again one of my buddies from the old ESO guild got heavy into it and I I, I messed around with the two and I was just like man there's so much I, I just don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: I just I don't know if I have the you know? time to just like immerse myself into this
1: <laughs> right 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 and that's it's and kind of like it sucks that because like I was when I first played it I was going through the tutorial stuff and like, you know, that, of course, holds your hand and gets you understanding things. And like, just like the little bit of time since I did that, it's just like gone, man. Like, I'm just like, I have no idea, you know, what, <laughs> I have no idea how to do with the thing that's telling me I should be doing, you know? <clears throat> yeah, So that's frustrating. Uh, so yeah, so like, yeah, I was like, before I did that, I was like, I should finish Outer Sky or Outer Worlds first. That's, that was a cool game. And so I tried it. And I didn't even understand what was happening at first. I turned it on. And it was just like this error message comes up. And it's like, your Xbox thing needs to be fucking something. So I'm like, fuck you. I have the fucking like, year of the most expensive X. Ex-. Fuck you. Like, that's not, you're wrong. You know, I just keep fucking hitting on trying it again, trying it again. And I'm like, and I realized one of the times I we went back to the menu that the Game Pass logo wasn't there anymore. So they took Outer Worlds off Game Pass. And this, uh... is, what I t- this is what I fucking told you. I didn't I didn't want to happen to me and yeah, you know, the you and your bullshit illicit gaming outfit would fuck me like this, Jay, <laughs> I fucking knew it. So I'm just gonna quit video games entirely. Between this and the X-Men on the NES fiasco, I can't trust anyone ever enough to love again, and I have to just do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you should've finished it, Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that's only happened to me like once, but it was with a game that I don't even remember. It's kinda like, oh yeah, I was gonna play that game, eh, whatever.
1: Yeah, definitely. Man. Out of Worlds is fucking cool, man. I definitely wanted to fucking finish that game. Subnautica got in the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: That was the fester's quest title theme bringing us into this episode appropriately of course
1: yes the easily the best part about this game <laughs>
2: like, I love the, that part man it brought me back hearing yeah, that
1: just sure. instantly well, took me back it's that game that that part of this game and then every other part you know, yeah. <laughs> oh no nah, that's not
0: that bad.
1: Uh, well, we'll start with the overview here before we start talking about the actual gameplay, Jay. One thing at a time. The synopsis, courtesy of the Sunsoft instruction manual, reads The Adams family are not very strange. In fact, they are quite smart. You see, it was Mama who always warned of the alien UFO coming to invade their city. All the other Adams thought it, she was crazy, but Mama, using her crystal ball, put a protective spell on the Adams family house. As Uncle Fester was moonbathing one night, the fabled UFO appeared and beamed all the people in the town up. When the aliens scanned the Adam's house for life forms, they found none, thanks to Mama's spell. It is Gomez who must protect the Adam's house. So Fester took his trusty gun and set out on his quest to rescue all the townspeople from the alien UFO. So, that's the setup here. What type of game is this, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> like this obama, is uh obama that shit <laughs>
0: get it right
2: <laughs> this is our uh run and gun you know overhead shoot them up typical of the era yeah i mean you run around you have your gun with the yeah the overhead view where you can see all the fester pretty
1: much not always overhead view they got the fucking they tried to get a little fucking first person shooter in there which was well not shooter just first person you don't shoot anything in there but that, yeah. that was that was definitely envelope pushing for the time, uh, as basic bitch as it is in, <laughs> in, in, this, in this form. But just the idea of it was pretty, you know, the fact they even tried to do it on an NES game is quite impressive. So there's an arcade iteration that looks relatively identical that also hit in 89. And I'm not sure what the exact date on that was, but the NES release was October 89. And that's just in time for Halloween, of course. And can you imagine the marketing expense that went into that wildly original choice for this kind of game? You know, like, (laughs)
0: you
1: just see the idiots at Sunset, like, well, we got to release it. It's Halloween. There's no no alternative. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Spooky is in the synopsis. I mean, it's got to be fucking Halloween. Uh, So, other happenings in that particular October. My man, Ricky Henderson, one of my favorite players as a kid. Stole eight bases in a five-game playoff series on October 7th, which is an MLB record. And on October 9th, Penthouse Mag's first Hebrew edition hit newsstands. How, <laughs> How about that? How about that little fucking piece of history? Uh, October 17th it had that big 6.9 World Series earthquake we've talked about before. Whatever episode that was, so that was pretty pretty wild thing if you haven't looked that up on the internet and watched the video of the broadcast from that i highly recommend doing so it's fucking crazy and a little smidge of ohio geography lesson smith dairy in orville ohio makes the world's largest milkshake on the 30th jay and that is or that was rather 1575.2 gallons so what God, this like makes me want to vomit thinking about. What do like, you
2: do with all? Yeah, of it? <laughs> yeah, Invite know. all of Ohio to drink it? Like
1: what? Yeah, that's yeah. How many human beings? How how many gallons is an average? It's twelve ounces. How many ounces are in a gallon? I don't know. Sixty. I don't know if the up in my head. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. It's a lot though. Know. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a careless. lot of, lot of, lot of fucking ounces. So, like, yeah, like a normal milkshake is probably twelve ounces, and simply say if Our hypothetical is shot in the dark there times five. So you divide or multiply this by five. That's how many human beings you need. 75 7, hundred human beings drinking out of a fucking milkshake. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass. But cool. Right. Yeah, oh, I- super, super cool. So that is my history contribution to this podcast episode. Jay, what's yours? <laughs>
2: Nothing. <laughs> I am absolutely surprised. I, you know, researching this, I really expected because of the Adams Family reboots that happened when we were kids, I expected this to come out like right after that to be like, hey, we got the movie. Boom. Now we got the yeah. game. Not at all. Like yeah. the movie didn't come out till 91. Yeah. So I don't know if this was like. Probably,
1: probably. They knew the movie was in
2: production. So they exactly, knew it was yeah. coming.
1: You know, it was, it was probably you have to assume that like a reboot even back then when reboots weren't a big thing i mean two years it's still sitting in the studio fucking system for at least two years for sure yeah so
2: the game comes out quicker that was my that's my hypothesis they're like all right we're going to do a game too And the game is like all right six months later here we go You're right <laughs> two years from
1: now yeah right right, right. So yeah. uh yeah that's that's, i mean it's, yeah i'm yeah yeah i mean you know there's there's plenty of clearly we'll talk tv show and stuff later but uh yeah for the game i'm surprised there's not anything that's worth talking about the so we have these the, the artwork the cover art the uh, it's like a plus plus box art on the front of, 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 the, of the thing i think it's like a tight close-up on fester with a bizarre sneer on his face and it's lit by lightning and a spider crawling down his fard and the adams adams mansion is in the background lightning's cracking down overhead of it and you got the title treatment up top and that's pretty cool too the font for it and everything and like it's funny you know Like, I didn't know what you just said going into this that it hadn't been rebooted yet. So, like, I was looking at that, and, like, I don't know if I, you know... If you scrutinize it heavenly, you're not going to make this... Or heavenly. heavenly, Heavily. You're not going to equate that fester on the box art to the Christopher Lloyd Mm. version of him. But in my head, pre-scrutinization... That's kind of what it was, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's, 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 it's, that's the Christopher Lloyd fester, you know? And I don't know. There's something like, is it, you know, it's, he's bald. They do the same makeup under his eyes. He's goofy. Like, you know, like how varied could you even make an illustration of that character? Maybe that's part of what's behind this, but like, I don't know. I just like, I just, I was surprised at how in line it was with, my thinking of the modern movie as well as the mm-hmm. old tv show like it's just funny how through line and all of that character is in all of them i think you know which is partly a testament to christopher lloyd's transformation in the movie probably but you know it's just yeah really interesting how just nailed <laughs> that yeah. is for my understanding of Fester. uh really well done though very very well done art very beautiful and then the back has a smorgasbord of screenshots a whopping seven which is way more than the usual three that you get and they are large and in charge all the all, all the 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 great pixel art is shown in them babies they have they have a, a couple from the dope title cut scene they have shots of thing and lurch there's two bosses which are you know the, one of the selling points of this for sure and just one shot of normal get gameplay which is easily the weakest part of this video game you know which is like <laughs> so many times we look at the back of these boxes and i'm like why did they choose this fucking choice you know like this Mm-hmm. It shows nothing. I can discern nothing. It's certainly not impressive, you know, so good on Sunsoft's marketing team, which, you know, my thoughts about Sunsoft's marketing team at this time are pretty, pretty high. Like they're all their ads are cool. They do. They do license stuff, but it's all like hot license stuff, you know, platoon fester's quest batman like there's no fucking bullshit yeah. adventures of tom sawyer in there <laughs> you
0: know like they're not
1: they're not fucking around with bullshit ip so they do a good job of, of marketing i think so it's not surprising that their box is is cool too and this is a yeah. game i bought you know i had this game as a kid so you know i uh, i said oh, you before, bought it
0: oh, okay
1: yeah i had this game. yeah i had uh i, you know, I, I i'm pretty sure it might have been just a gift from my mom and like i said i i think i've Iterated before that it was like her probably making the bulk of that choice. But if I'd have been in a, in, you know, I don't remember for sure. But if I'd have been in a, a Nintendo aisle and saw this box, definitely cool enough to make me go, ooh, you know, you know. Even though like my understanding of the IP is null and void, pretty much um or nil, I should say, as a kid because I certainly wasn't into the show or anything. And this was, as we mentioned, pre so movie, so even yeah. not not that movie really landed on me hard, anyways. But. You know, the, even if it, it had, it would have been two years later. So,
2: That's a crazy thing to me, because to me, I loved the the rebooted movies. Like, I thought they were so good. Like, I really liked the fester in those movies, you know? Like, the story, like, I really remember liking the movies more than I expected it, because I my aunt would, like, watch, you know, the, the TV show, and it's black and white, and I was like, you know, so I'd watch it sometimes, too, and it's like, ah, it's whatever. But, like, those movies were really, really good. So, in my mind, I'm still thinking... These two are connected as well, even yeah. though this predates yeah. that. I don't know that I just played a
1: little later, perhaps. I don't know. I don't even know if I've ever seen the first, the first one. The the second one, I and I don't this is not something I remember concretely, but I have this vague belief that when when Jab and I first got, I've said before we didn't have cable growing up. We live in the fucking middle of nowhere. Uh, and honestly, not even in the middle of nowhere, but we live too far outside of Oberlin to have cable. It did not run down our street, you know, or down our road, our state highway that we lived on. And we got my dad finally fucking splurged on a satellite dish, like one of the big fuckers that like have to like turn to fucking <laughs> Jupiter, you know, when you like change it. Uh, they were called galaxies, and like you hit, you had to have to change the galaxy. The fucking you could launch out the window and watch the fucking thing.
0: Oh yeah, and fucking turn and
1: point at whatever the fuck it needed to point at in order to achieve the thing you were asking it to do. And then once you were on that galaxy, you could punch in the actual channel out of the 24 or whatever that were available on that galaxy, you know? So like when we got that thing, you got HBO and there was, you know, you got like HBO West, HBO East, there were like HBO two, there was a bunch of iterations of HBO. Mm-hmm. And this was this, the second one I remember was that was, that was like early high school. So I want to say 95, 96, So I think that might've been right in line with the second one. And the second one was playing hot on HBO at the time, I think. So I think I inevitably just consumed the second one, just out of like HBO. I don't know if you remember having HBO as a kid, but they're, you know, they didn't have, it was not like it is now. It's like, 10 movies this month and like those motherfuckers are just on repeat
0: <laughs> So like, you're watching
1: if you have if you only have hbo or hbo is the only movie channel you have which is the only one we had like you're gonna watch all 10 of those movies this is the way it is <laughs> whatever they are you know so uh that i think that's how i ended up watching the second one but
2: actually now that you mentioned that with that timeline that checks out because i didn't move we didn't move into the house that i lived in most of my life well i moved in when i was 11 but I never had a Nintendo until after that. So like before that, it was all Atari. And so that was 91. So I never played Fester until after the movie came out. So to yeah, me, yeah. in my mind, that's why so, yeah, it's that automatic. Makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, with the box, it's probably the best screenshot spread we've ever seen in the pod, I'd say. And each each picture has a little caption that's just fine and dandy, nothing too fun in there copy-wise, unfortunately. but. Very well done box in general, and then the manual, which will be in the show notes, is 16 pages with covers, full color throughout. So sunsoft sparing no expense with this manual, which is great. And page three is a how to play chart, and there are it explains the the there are three top view levels: there's the outside street, underground sewers, and the UFO platform. And then screenshots accompany the first two, and the UFO platform is just a big question mark on a black card, you know, which is kind of cool. And there is also a 3D hallway view, which has a screenshot, and as you mentioned, that's the that's thing the NES, NES game couldn't really do at the time, so they are pushing the envelope. And then pages 5 to 7 cover the menu screen, and there's a screenshot and then a key and breakdown of what it's comprised of, and there's on there, there's an empty clue panel, and there's made up, it's made of five pieces and all it says, and a new piece will be added each time an enemy boss is destroyed, so that kind of explains like what you're out hunting for here, because so this game is. You know, it's not open world, but it is a little bit like part of the problem. I think for kids consuming at the time, or like it's got dropped down. And it's like, okay, now what? I don't know. <laughs> i was gonna wander exactly. around, and sh- shoot these frogs, but I don't really know. I, every now and again, I find a house. I go into the sewer. I can't figure out how to get out of there. It's just like this game is a little bit. I think for a kid, probably tough to figure out parts. You know, so the okay. the, the more direction they can give in the in manual for the few kids that are going to read it. The better probably and they also explain the gun and whip power here the max gun power is eight whip power is four you don't start the game with the whip but eventually you get it and then you have to power it up just the same way the gun works and then it goes through the different items and explains those there's the bulb fester is very electric but he'll need a bulb to turn on the lights while underground so that was a cool application of his like one of his core ip functionalities you know they did that was cool implementation you though super power even though the sewers suck in general, <laughs> there's keys which unlock buildings. Of course, there's money. With five units, you can visit a hot dog stand and regain health. And there are the vice grips. And if an enemy mosquito stings you and slows you down, you use these to regain speed. Which I don't understand how vice grips as an item possibly employ this way, but whatever. <laughs> and or, or what they have to do, like I don't know, like that's that's like that's how I know I don't understand the IP because I'm thinking like maybe vice grips are a thing that Wednesday fucks with like it's i don't know oh just
2: like, i remember so i don't know if like who but i do remember seeing like fester's head in a vice grip before like i just remember that image okay but if you think about it like if this is like an alien huge wasp thing if it stings you maybe you're swelling up huge so you need that and you can't like move so you need that vice grip to like squeeze it out <laughs> you know what i mean there's quite an the, image there's a quite visual. Quite the
1: interpretation, uh, Jay. Very, very forgiving interpretation.
2: <laughs> it's logical to me. I'm, I'm yeah, okay. rolling with it.
1: Okay, <laughs> and then there's TNT. You can use the A button to deploy these time delay bombs. There's potions. They regain your health in full. Those are clutch. And then the invisible potions also. And you know, I, I obviously is what I wrote here. And in actuality, though, they're not really invisible potions their invincibility potions yes which is so weird why did they
2: very... name it that that's yeah a... i don't know
1: Then there's missiles and these can destroy several enemies at once and they're pretty cool like a little fucking like a crosshair comes on the screen and shows what it's targeting like those are pretty cool and then there's nooses and for these these are like your kind of smart bombs kind of deal that's what like, i equate them to the smart bomb in gun smoke Where you use it and it just wipes out everything on the screen you know and 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 We'll talk about when we get there, but the, like the way they employ it is also pretty cool. I think it's a cool, even though I, I really, I don't know these. That's uh, part of it's just I think the way I fucking use these things. I just kind of want to basic bitch my way through and like conserve my items to, until later, and I just never end up using them. But like I, just, I I was never these items. A couple of the boss fights, mostly at Nintendo Power's direction, and that feature I was using. I would employ them, but, like, for the most part, like, I'm just fucking not even bothering. It's just too much of a pain to even bother to go to the screen to select and use these things. Um, Plus, you didn't want to run out. Like, I do not want to
2: be on a boss where I needed missiles, and I wasted them on some stupid- Stupid Stupid-ass
1: enemy. Sure, right, right, right. So then houses are explained on page 8, which is where you get these items. There's seven in the game. Each one is a member of the family waiting to give you shit. One of these items. There's Pugsley, Wednesday, Thing, Morticia, and Mama. And then items given will be fully replenished after each time a new boss is destroyed, and that's clutch information to know uh, yeah. in your uh, the way you approach boss fights probably. And pages ten to eleven get into the buildings, bosses, and alien enemies. There's some hot tips in here too. There it tells you there's six buildings, most of which have bosses. And that's the keyword there is most. And there is one building off the path with no boss, and that one contains a secret item located behind a wall in a dead end. That will increase your health from two to uh, it says two to four here. I wrote down. Is that what it says in the manual? Because that's not. Mm. It's not the way you get the say two you, to four here. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. The the, the fourth one doesn't come from that.
2: Which Do says, you know how many times I walked around in that building at first? Like, where <laughs> is this?
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. I've gone to every way. Like, Dude, where? There's kid, no
2: forest. I I, knew, like,
1: I had read because I didn't have that issue. We've talked about that. I wasn't on Nintendo mm. Power's team yet, so. The, I didn't have that issue, so I didn't have the explicit explanation of it. And I had gleaned that information from somewhere, that it was inside a building, that you got the health unit. And, dude, like I said, I had this game, and, like, I couldn't get anywhere as a kid. It was hard enough to continue. I Yeah, same thing. I just wanted those buildings forever, man. I just didn't – yeah, I did not – I remember just as a kid being totally deflated about my inability to find that fucking thing, you know, because that's such a – also just a huge quality of life improvement. With a game that is is aren't difficult, you know, just like essentially fucking 150% of your fucking resource that keeps you alive. Like, fuck, that's a huge difference. And to not be able to find it was so defeating, deflating. And then in the bosses, you are told you'll need a fully powered whip to defeat some of them. And I don't know if I feel like I ever really, that ever came to fruition in the same way. Or in, in that, like, I don't think I ever needed a, a whip to actually beat a boss.
2: Maybe okay. it's just because of the turbo, I can tell you, because I, <laughs> I definitely needed that advice. I was like, sweet. As soon as I got the whip and powered it up, I was like, yes. You know, okay. nuke nuke city.
1: I think, well, yeah, I think there was. And that was free NES advantage. So. There was one where I did use the whip, I think, maybe, yeah. Okay, anyways. So the last page before the FCC regulation legalese nonsense is Game Hints. And the second one is, the use of a turbo-type joystick with rapid-fire feature will be quite helpful. Oh, Oh? use my NES advantage, you say. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) So the last one says, try to go slow in hallways and keep track of where you are. If you exit a building by accident, you must use a key to re-enter and find the alien boss aka suck city that is something if you're not using those maps and nintendo power you can easily wander back out of those buildings and be dumped right back out in the front and you just need to use a key again and like those are not necessarily the most scarce resource but early in the game you might run out and that is like a just like a ugh, fucking just suck you know that I that I was so that those buildings are so nondescript inside that you can just walk right back out the same door you came in and not even know you're doing it. It's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> super sucks, city, man. So, Agreed. the last thing we do in this section is the economic analysis, and I got one for the first time in a long time, Jay. So let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Some, let's talk some numbers here.
0: Right. We're
1: going to examine the cost of hot dogs throughout the history of hot dogs in the U.S. of A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, all right, first, all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. first up is a little hot dog history lesson, and I am citing an Alexia Wolf article from April on the culturetrip.com with this information here. So, its origins can be traced back as early as 700 BCE with its appearance in Homer's Odyssey, but some historians believe the first sausage was not created until the first century CE. Legend has it that Emperor Nero's cook, Gaius, Gaius, stuck a knife into a roasted pig that had not been cleaned thoroughly and the puffed empty intestines so disgusting <laughs> and the puffed empty intestines just fell out he exclaimed at his discovery and tried filling the casing with ground meat and spices over the course of the following centuries the sausage traveled across europe making its way to germany a country that came to adopt the wiener as its own today frankfurt and vienna both lay claim to the creation of this contemporary german staple so Many German immigrants came to the New World in the 1800s, bringing their culinary traditions with them, of course. And it is believed that the first hot dogs, called Dachshund Sausages, were sold by a German immigrant out of a food cart in New York in the 1860s, where everything starts. And perhaps explain explain how they got their canine name. And by 1893, the hot dog was a favorite baseball park treat. Some believe this is because of Chris von D'Aia. Uh, Iyer, I, not whatever. The owner of the St. Louis Browns and a local bar who introduced hot dogs to pair with his beer. Others claim it was Harry Stevens, a concessionaire at the New York Giants baseball stadium, who popular popularized them at sporting games as well. And then, probably where the the modern iteration of of what hot dogs came to be or are or, or, or now uh, originates with Nathan Handwerker, who opened up his first Nathan stand in Coney Island in 1916 and he did this undercutting the competition selling so there were there was like a nearby on the boardwalk stand or something that was selling these babies for 10 cents a piece and he was like "Fuck that i'm gonna do it for five and he just like wasted <laughs> the whatever the other the other stand was and he ended up you know those ended up getting fucking uh, franchised and you know started spreading across the entire country to the point where in 1939 a famous and still standing Pink's hot dog stand, which I've driven by uh, many times here since I moved to LA, probably even before I moved to LA. And that was opened up and started turning out dogs in in LA in in 39. So it traveled all the way across the country, just like I would do 79 short years later. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess, what is that? 23 years. So That's how they kind of spread across the US and became an American staple of sorts. And then let's get into the numbers of this, this little plan or this little quest here. The There's a website called in2013.com that is the consumer price index data for hot dogs from 1951 to 2021 specifically. And they are quoting an inflation rate of 2.94% over that 70-year span, which is lower than the overall average inflation rate of 3.38%. So hot dogs are... They're, 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 I don't know, the, the the economy of hot dogs is a more conservatively growing one than the overall uh, economy, I guess, is the way to look at it.
2: <laughs> you can always rely on hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it as it so,
1: is. Yeah, another website I used was Statista.com, and they have – they had – have still it's not gone. Have 2019 prices for hot dogs at MLB bar- ballparks, which was the last viable data, really. I think given 2020 was a sports wash, right? So, the cheapest dog in the league was Oriole Park at Camden Yards at a buck fifty a pop. The most expensive is at National Park in DC at seven bucks. And how is that for an economics lesson, Jay? What that, like in supply and demand? So those parks are a whopping 38 miles apart from each other. And I don't know, it's just such what? a yeah, like you know. And there's that you know I don't know if you've ever been to Baltimore but Baltimore's a shithole. <laughs> and like obviously DC is DC, so like it's funny. It's it's just such a perfect, I don't know. It's just American economics in a nutshell to me. I don't know exactly know how to express it beyond that, but like it is just it, it is just exactly how America.
2: Wow,
1: unbelievable. Than, yeah, it works. You know,
2: a dollar anything right at a ballpark is like what it's
1: insane right yeah but it's uh, in a, a shithole so to get people to spend the money to come there they try to sell dogs at a super cheap price so the league average comes out to about 495 per dog which is pretty close i think cleveland was just a hair under that um hey, that's like
2: five units right that's like i yeah.
1: say five units and well in- <laughs> right but here's here's the thing uh, so a five dollar hot dog the cost of a hot dog infested quest was 1989 mm. So you move forward the average rate of, at the average rate of inflation from 89 over the next 30 years 2019 that number would be 1002 in 2019. So that means we are getting absolutely fucking hosed by the dog <laughs> ventures in the game, which should be no surprise given the rest of the play experience, I mean, you know, realistically. But so so that's coming forward. If you go if you're going backwards to Nathan's 5 cent dogs, we are also getting hosed as you kind of might assume. I mean, obviously those were like he was trying to create a business and in turn, you know, selling them at a discounted rate. But the cumulative inflation rate from 1916 to 1989 is it's a little over a thousand percent. It comes out to 57 cents. So the, the dog CPI data suggests dog inflation numbers average lower than the general inflation rate of 51 to 2021. 20, so, you know, it would be even less, really. So, <laughs> you know, so if, if that stayed true, obviously the overall dog inflation rate, doesn't necessarily have to be from 1916 to 1989, what it was, or to 1951, rather, what it was from 51 to 21, you know? So maybe yeah. that's maybe the inflation rate for dogs <laughs> is astronomically higher. I doubt it though.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey,
2: after that, baby boomers, everybody, you know, uh, things yeah. things change. It yeah, change.
1: exactly. Yeah. They wanted to go out and start doing blow uh, and neglect their children. So they just leave them at home, make hot dogs. Maybe the hot dog demand went up. <laughs> you know, very possible, you know. Uh, Anyways, Uh, the moral of the story behind the numbers, this game is one big fucking hose job. (laughs) That is the Prologue theme from Fester's Quest brings us into our playthrough of the game. And we start with the title screen, as we always do. And on Power On, we are looking at the Adams Family Mansion. It's bathed in moonlight. A soothing little music ditty plays. Uh, the one we just heard, actually. And our view pans over to Fester sitting on a lounge chair, as you can see there behind Jay. He's got a frosty beverage in hand. He's got, like, a, like, the, like the magician hat on. Yeah, that's uh, a party hat. It's kind is of that, Is that a party <laughs> hat? Okay. I mean, I <laughs> but I guess hat.
0: maybe it's not party. with the,
1: the stars, yeah, I mean, uh, the, party yeah. Hat make, the party hat <laughs> makes more sense. That's, that's a better interpretation. And there's a cityscape off in the distance behind him, and he looks to be enjoying himself, <laughs> just in a general sense. And then a huge flying saucer scoots in from frame left. It gets Fester's attention, and he looks over. He turns his head, looks over at it, and it stops over the city, and a beam of light projects from it down onto the heart of the city, and his jaw drops, you can see like his head's turned away. Like you know, and this is just kind of a testament to the, how the quality of this animation, I think, like this opening sequence is fucking great. And again, that's Sunsoft is fucking phenomenal. The Batman cutscenes are fantastic. You know, there's, it, it does a, they do a fantastic job of the shit. But so yeah, you can see his jaw drop, even though he's, his head's turned away from you or from the perspective of, of the audience. And then he turns back to camera and his sunglasses are popped up and his eyes are wide open. And then it cuts to the title screen, which is a very, like, colorful deal, despite it only being the title and some legalese. And then the theme song rips fucking in. And it is just just (laughs) a fantastic opening to an NES video game, you know. And when you hit start, you get a menu on a black card. It's start or continue. And the continue is just to continue where you played to since turning the machine on. So there's no password option or any bullshit like that with this game. It's just, you know, continue where you died last. And and even in that case, and this is one of the things the game's most notorious about, when you do continue, you start from the beginning. You have the stuff that you've accumulated, but you start at the very beginning, which sucks. Um, And, you know, even think about it, like, it's not thinking about that after having played through the whole game. Like, that's really not that punitive. But if you haven't, if you don't know the scope of this game and kind of how you do, would have to go through the sewers and stuff, but, like, that really isn't that hard. If you just know where you're going, which, that's again, that's just the problem with this game. Like, as a kid, you just didn't know where you were going. You had no idea what you were doing. So, like, to be dropped back at the beginning was so defeating and deflating. I think that, you know, that had a lot to do with that, this, like, sentiment about this video game being so, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: Have, having the Nintendo Power that we do with the maps and kind of knowing, like, I got to go to this sewer and then this way, yeah. like knowing that now it's it's like oh
1: yeah no problem yeah, yeah dude, i blew, yeah i mean like all the comments on you know on the the insta and the facebook you know talking like just like oh you're playing this fucking game like oh this game is the worst so fucking hard it's like i mean granted i'm safe stating and that turbo button is turned up hot
0: <laughs> but
1: I blew, I just blew through this game. Like, I was literally, I mean, I told you, it was just like a, you know, I'll say it a million times about this podcast. This game felt like a fucking boss battle conveyor belt. I would just do a boss battle and then just auto-coast to the next boss battle. You know, and there's five of those and then the UFO. And, like, the UFO had a little bit of, like, indecision slash, you know, you can get lost maybe, and I guess the quasi-difficulty. But generally speaking, like, I just, like, went, you know, right through it in a... Almost, or not almost, in an unenjoyable way.
0: Hmm.
1: Anyways, so you're just firing this thing up, so start and continue to do the same thing in this case. It's funny that they'll let you select continue, though. (laughs) You know, you do start at the beginning, you know, with nothing, which is funny, as opposed to just removing it from the menu entirely. Anyways, that beginning is just a city street, and Fester has lost his hat and shades and is now just in his signature black shroud. His bald head glares in the daylight, and his gun sticks out in front of the Sprite. And so this is a as you mentioned in the opening segment it's like a top-down vantage point it's got a slight tilt to give the player like a little bit of depth perception but it's pretty for the most part just a top-down deal and then the controls hud situation there's not much of a hud cluttering up your view at all it's just a health bar in the top left that reads two units currently and the d-pad moves b shoots a seemingly does fuck all right now because you have no items but that's what it does it uses the items whenever you select them from the menu Select is pause. That's just how Sunsoft rolls, and I hate that. But the start button brings up the menu, and the menu has the clue panel, your gun whip levels. We already explained all this. And I'd say, that, I mean, the whole thing it looks great. Like the, As far as the menu, we didn't mention that. Like, the actual menu screen is really fucking good looking. It's got, like, a panel border and a selection tool have kind of the same ornate design to them, you know. So there's thought and effort put into even the menus. Um, so that's all very good. And, yeah, let's talk about this fucking start area here. So you're on the street, and in front of you are some bulbous spore things. They're called globules in the manual. They present no threat whatsoever. They're essentially just pickup farms is what they are. And from these fucking things, you can find keys, you get light bulbs, you'll get the power up and power down pickups for the gun. And we should talk about those right up front here because they are a huge part, I think, of the opaqueness and confusion in this game, perhaps. If you're not reading the manual and you don't know... That the blue ones are up, the red ones are down, you know, you can walk around this game and really fuck your life up, (laughs) basically. And Like, honestly, like, you know, that raises the question, like, why would you ever pick up a red one? Why would you ever do that? That's why would you ever want to power down? And the answer to that is you wouldn't try to, probably, but there's just so many goddamn things being dropped around you at all times as you frag the relentlessly spawning enemies. Mm -hmm. It's hard to avoid them sometimes when you're not incredibly dialed in, or even if you are, frankly. I mean, even if you are really dialed in, paying attention, you can easily still walk over one and get that power down and just be like, fuck! Safe state. (laughs) We'll talk
2: about it later, but that's what happened to me. And I was like,
1: "Oh, But yeah. Super suck thing, man. And so from the dead end you start on, you can walk right. And you hit an intersection that's blocked off to the north by like a chasm or like a thing that's opened up in the street. And you're heading south by default essentially and the next intersection down has a westward path and north from from that you can find uh houses manned by both pugsley and wednesday so you get your first interaction with the the family and the former pugsley gives you tnt wednesday the latter gives you vice grips tnt blows shit up as you might guess the vice grips will leave you from the stun slow shit that happens with mosquitoes that come out of the uh, I forget what those are called. I think I have it written down here somewhere. Later, you have to go to the menu though, and you have to select every one of these things, even keys and the money and shit, and then hit the A button. Like even when yeah, when you're walking into one of these, and you have to use a key to get into the houses, and you have to hit the A button while running into the door to enter the houses, and it's just like a, it's just a groan. You know, it's just needless tedium to, to to use an item that should just be automatic, you know. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. And then there's also a hot dog stand in here. And as the manual mentioned, a five spot gets you one life back, one one life unit back. Or no, check that. I think it heals you entirely. I don't think it's just one life unit, is it? I can't no, remember. I think yeah, just, it just heals you. Yeah, it heals you all the way. So.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. But you also have to select money to engage mm-hmm. those. And that is, that is just such a dumb run around thing. And then, lastly, there's a stairwell in here heading down that I couldn't seem like like this. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to do it. I, when I you know, first and like I had this game as a kid and like I first what? got it and I was just like I was walking around the stairwell and I was like, what the fuck? Because you know the A button has been taught to me as used for items. I don't. Why would I don't want to use an item right now? <laughs> you know. So like you have to hit. The Are you button. serious? Yeah, to <laughs> go down. To 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 go while oh. staying on the on the stairs, and that's like an annoying thing because when you get down into the sub the sewer, the first thing you want to do is use a light bulb. But if you don't move off that stairwell in the dark first, you're just going to go back upstairs. So that's absolutely should have fig- figured out something better. <laughs> Need to figure out something better at the lab before putting this out because that is just awful, you know. So at
2: least I don't drop enemies right there immediately. Like that's I, true. I was always it was always my fear that if I took too long an enemy was going to spawn and it was going to be dark you know and it was going right. to give me while I was trying to switch items but that never happened yeah. so
1: at least that, yeah that's true yeah I don't I can't think of an instance where I thought yeah you're right but still sucks <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, like by the time I had gotten to this part just where the, the that stairwell and those those two first houses are I had already got my gun to level five <laughs> so like you know we, I guess we talked talk about the progression of the gun stuff the gun system so it starts as a straightforward pea shooter of these like little green slime ball things or something and those are like every like the whole level system is like two at a time so like you're the the look of your projectiles change every two levels so one and two are both those little green things the second one is theoretically a more powerful version of it and then levels three four are a peach colored boomerang projectile that travel on like a sine wave pattern you know or a back and forth pattern they don't there's only one of them and that's three and four then levels five and six are a black cannonball that travels in a circular pattern and they they kind of would say that like the those two like the five and six level ones with the black balls felt like they had a little bit of a like their actual path changed a little bit either one was a little tighter of a of a thing
2: or oh, it was much wider it was much okay, wider because that that's was why about. you'd be screwed going down right like if you're on the second level of those later ones like you were screwed going or the first level you you know
0: yeah it's you just go just down fucking, the shooter it just goes you can't right into the anything. wall right yeah. and
1: that is, and that is therein lies the biggest shit about this game i think is that the projectiles stop when they hit an and out an object so some of these things flight paths yes flare out from the track that Fester is on while you're shooting you know what i mean or the 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 these the, whatever the lines that your, your sprite is walking on they'll, they'll flare out some and like if you were in a tight space these wider projectiles will just essentially die right in front of fester before they get anywhere near the enemy that you're trying to shoot when you're hitting that button you know and it is just it is awful 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 so much of
2: there's a rat coming towards you oh guess what you're getting hit by a
1: rat because you have big weapon because it's hit because your projectile is hitting the other wall is is going into the other wall because like that's actually the rats are the one time where that shitty thing can be like a boon because you're literally just you're just like scraping the wall with if they're on the wall if exactly if if they're on the wall that you're on that well the rats are always on a wall no it's just sometimes no? they go in the middle yeah do they? Sometimes okay. they go in the middle i was directly. thinking they just go on the, on the different walls but yeah either way yeah if they're not on the wall that your shit's dying into you're probably going to take an out from a, from a fucking rat and that's you know sure. the most ba- the most basic enemy in the game you shouldn't have to
0: do that.
2: <laughs> so that that's actually why my knowledge you know knowing the game the way or knowing video games the way that i do now having the map here with into the power I honestly just grinded back and forth up and down that first street until I got the Lavoy gun, and then went into the sewers.
0: Because I smart.
2: I... forgot I forgot that we could level up the guns, even though I read the manual. Something about me like when I was playing, I was like, "Oh, I forgot you can level them up." But then the minute I got in the sewers and realized my weapon was too big, I was like, "Nope, screw that." So I left <laughs> just leveled back and forth up until I got to the highest gun, and then went into sewers. That
1: was that was smart. Forget I did not, that. I did not want to. I did not want to grind. Uh, I, so, I, yeah, I dealt with my nerfed gun for, for the first part of the game, unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, the enemies actually presenting danger here in this first area are four colors of frogs. There's orange, blue, pink, green, and what the manual calls Skeeters. And the orange and blue frogs are bullshit. They die easily. The green and pink ones require far more damage done to them to die. Excuse me. And they both have attack modes. that So, like, the green one has an arrow tongue that comes out. In front of it and the pink uh has like a uh, a three-prong spread projectile oh. that they spit out and like it's interesting to say that like the the, the the enemy sprites can't or the enemy frogs rather can't turn you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're all their their projectile for those for the pink and green ones are all always goes down you know yeah. which is like a. I don't know. That sucks. It's, I it's, like it as a design. Oh yeah, right I mean it's, 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 it's easier. Liar. It's easier and more predictable for sure. But like you know, again, part of my bitch about this game is how the overworld and the sewers are just. It is just. It's a fucking wasteland when it comes to like actual video game engagement. It's just like there's. I'm not paying attention to what's happening. It doesn't matter. I like. I'm just. On a conveyor belt again. Like I'm just getting to the next boss. Like there's nothing happening out here. That's like the only difficulties that are presented to me are they're not dexterity or video game skill based. They are my fucking bullets die in the bushes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think that may be also because because you were encouraged to use the NES advantage because sure. like before I had that I was so engaged because I actively had to like jump around a bush. To survive the pink ones because I couldn't freaking press B fast enough to kill it all the time unless I had the max gun. If I lost the max gun, I have to like maneuver and like freaking act like I'm in commando to escape these things.
1: Yeah, hit hit and run. You have to hit him and hit and run. Yeah, I I know I know that's that's part of what's behind that, but that still sucks, man. I don't it's
0: not.
1: (laughs) It's like one or the
2: other. It's either this is too hard almost, like it's fun. Exactly, it's fun, but that it But then at getting the an- advantage, and it's like, wow, I can nuke these things, wasting, and now I'm just yeah. like wasting everything. You know, right? I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's no. The, it it needs a middle ground. That's exactly. That's the, that's a good way to put it. You need a middle ground in there, and that that's somewhere between those two for this game to really be fun. I think, or at least those parts of the game to be fun. Anyways, the skeeters don't move. They just spew. That's what those things are called. The little heads that spit out the mosquitoes. Uh, they they just. Literally, as you get near them, they start mosquitoes start flying out, and they stay in like this very specific contained pattern around them. They don't just, thankfully, go everywhere all over the screen. That would suck. Because yeah, when they hit you, you 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 slow. You, you your guy your guy flashes. You don't take any damage, thankfully, but your guy starts your fessor starts flashing, and you move so slow. So you have to mm. use a vice grip. Like, I can't even imagine. Like I don't know. I can't. You, you know, you get I think twenty of them when you. 15 or 20 like an amount that an amount that if you got hit by that many mosquitoes before finishing the next boss you'd probably kill yourself anyway so thank, <laughs> thankfully you can never get to a place where this happens but if you were to not have voice grips and have to walk around at that speed you'd break your Nintendo <laughs> you just fucking slam your fucking controller to the Nintendo It would be so awful. Yeah,
2: but if you're if you're using that many of them, what are you even doing? Are you paying attention at all? Oh, well,
1: that's what that's what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, you'd have to really be fucking off for that to be the case. But there are probably plenty of kids that got there, uh, like smaller, younger kids that didn't understand what they were doing in this game. There are probably plenty that had that happen to them. They didn't. They didn't even know that's what was happening to them. They were, they had to be that young. But nonetheless, it has happened sure. in <laughs> the timeline of <laughs> video game existence. Yeah. So to the south of the of those houses is a little park with another hot dog stand and a stairwell heading down to the sewer, just the one by the houses does. So the one is a dead end. Essentially, I think the one by the houses is a dead end. One of the two of those two stairwells down is just a dead end of the sewer. Basically, you have to go back out and go back, go to the stairwell, whichever one it is. So you get on the sewer part that matters. And yeah, when you go down here, it's dark, which means you have to employ the character trait that Fester is perhaps most known for, being able to put a light bulb in his mouth and illuminate it. And I haven't watched much Adam's family content at all. I told you I didn't watch the first movie, really, and I didn't really watch the show, but I know that he does this. Like, this is, this is like, this is a IP trait for this character that has permeated into just the general American consciousness, I think, you know, which is a testament to what this IP is, I think. So, speaking of, which we haven't talked about yet, Uncle Fester was played by Jackie Coogan in the original television iteration, a big-time character actor at the time. I don't know if you knew that or not. I didn't really. But the dude, he's got a pretty cool backstory, dude. The dude came out of a vaudevillian, vaudevillian family that had him performing publicly by age four, dude. It's a four-year-old Whoa. kid. That start, start start As like a performer and, you know, traveling fucking vaudeville shows and he ended up working into his late 60s on countless tv and film appearances so that was the tv iteration and then the man the myth the legend christopher lloyd who is still kicking and still doing cool movies would would play the character in the 1991 film that was coming down the pipe at the time this game hits store shelves as we've talked about extensively already as well so just wanted to throw that that stuff out there about the actors that have that have made this character what what, what he is and so, down the sewer, there are new enemies down here, including slime replicators, described in the manual as these slime balls will only multiply if you shoot them. Your best bet is to sneak around them. And I strongly disagree, as they are easily dispatched without posing any significant threat whatsoever and are great pickup farms. And the Nintendo Power feature supports my perspective. See page 39, so I feel validated.
2: <laughs> 100%. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm killing these things. Why would I not?
1: Like, of yeah. course. Yeah, the only downside to it is so many items come out of them that you might pick up a red pickup and not even know it was there, <laughs> you know, cause there mm. so, so many pickup sprites on top of each other in that one place. So there are also rats, which hug the walls of the tunnels like we already talked about. And then I finally hit level seven with the gun down here. And that turns into these two crossing patterns of arrows. That was the thing, the motion I was thinking of when I was talking about the level three, four ones. And they're, they're a major step up in attacking efficiency efficiency and effectiveness because, like, the the wave is tight enough to still work for the most part in, in these in the tunnels. Summers. Or at, at worst, even when you're in the really tight ones, it's hitting both walls. So yeah. you, you, you can, they, it gets those rats, you know, uh, regardless of which wall they're on. And level eight is three straight beams of these same arrows, essentially attacking the entire height range of, of Fester, which is clutch, when All factoring right. in turbo controls, especially because it effectively creates a force field <laughs> in front of your character. Like there's just no mm-hmm. there's no permeating. As long as you're facing the direction of the enemy, you can't get fucked with. You know, so it takes... when I realized
2: that, that was a game changer because I was I was using the whip like later on, and I was like, wait a minute, like with the with the turbo and these three, like I don't have to like nothing can hit me from the from the front.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whip is if you have turbo. I mean, like I like I already said, I only used it the. To... I think there was one boss battle where I was like, okay, this is the most effective way to do this. But that was the only time that I was really inclined. I I wasn't even bothering, like to the point, I was so not interested in it that I wasn't even picking the power-ups. Like when I needed to get the flame whip, because it tells you that you need the flame whip, I think for the final boss, I think it tells you to make sure you're powered up for that. So I, which, like going that last part of the game, I had to go out of my way to farm for a second and get my whip to the final fourth level before I went into the, the final area, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's how little attention I paid to the whip.
2: Wow, we had such different experiences. We'll get <laughs> yeah.
1: So, very early on down here, like once I got to the, the bridge area of this sewer thing, uh, I would hit what I call the adult recall threshold for this game. So, basically, what I remember having accomplished in my sporadic wax edit trying to play this as an adult and and from here on out it was kind of like playing the game anew essentially you know what I mean Wow. So like, like I made it further than this as a kid but like that was so long ago that the memories are just wiped from my drunken like college beer bong addled mind you know like <laughs> uh, so it, pretty much like playing a game new from here on out and uh coming out of those bridges you enter a drain tube little area that leads to a ladder going back up to the overworld and you're on the other side of the chasm you pass by to the north in the very first area. So that kind of like I think that's like smart game design, I think, in that it teaches you that you're like you have to use these sewers to get to the other parts of the game. Like you can recognize like, like if they dropped you in an unrecognizable place, you probably wouldn't register that. You know what I mean? So that's I think that's yeah. commendable game design. The overworld area two here is what I will call I, I'm calling like that's why like I'm basically like the way I titled these things in my notes is like overworld area two, sewer two fucking Overworld Area 3, Sewer 3, and that's just how I fucking made sense of it all because it really, uh, when we try to do these episodes where it's a game, like, again, kind of open-worldy, world it's just like, how do I structure this? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, this game, like, it, it feels like looking at the map, you think that, but in reality, like you already mentioned, like, it is, it is a very railroaded, linear experience, for sure, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not nearly as, as uh, aimless, maybe, as looking at a map might suggest. Yeah, which is funny
2: because knowing how it's laid out now, I'm just thinking, okay, from boss to boss, that's the stage. Until I get to a boss, that's stage one. Yeah, Until eight, I get to the yeah. second boss, that's stage two. This is how we're working.
0: Yep, yep.
2: Especially knowing that you get refills of all your items afterwards. So I'm like, all right, logical.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it is. It is very formulaic in that way. So the frogs are fucking everywhere up here. And oh. you're introduced to giant jumping fleas, I think they are, like the the big hopping things. And I died here for the first time, so yeah, it cuts to when you die, it cuts to a black card, and the Adams Family theme just rips in, which is is cool, I think. It's like it's almost, again, that's the best part of this game. So it's a funny, uh, I don't know, like fucking uh, consolation prize or something for dying. You know, it's, like, it's like, like you know, you, you could be more pissed off if it didn't have that song for sure, you know what I mean? That's
2: funny to me. Dude, I died here so many times. This is the death spot. Like, I – like, these pink – because this is the first time where you encounter the pink frogs. And if you're unlucky, you encounter the pink frogs here. No, dude. No, no, no.
1: No, if you – there's no reason to go down there. But there are actually pink frogs when you – on that first area. If you go to the right Uh to that wall, there are some pink frogs over there. But – Oh, no, that's right. If you're, if you're right. looking at a map, there's no reason to go there at all. <laughs> I think that's why.
2: Like, I maybe right, right. went there once just to make sure there was nothing there. Okay. But, yeah, so here I died many times because, again, I'm not – I don't have the AES advantage yet. So I'm just, like, jamming, you know, and it's not – and it's just not working. So I'm, like, dashing to the left to, like, go around the bush. This this part, like, was, took me so long. because some. Yeah. But sometimes you don't encounter the pink frogs here. So I, I had to get lucky. Oh, you could definitely – And I would miss geez. them.
1: You can cheese spawn for sure. It, the the spawning is so relentless that you know whatever the fuck code generates that thing is is no question not reliable or anything you know. So yeah, you can absolutely like just fucking you know run a, a certain way and clip something off the screen and it's gone. You know, so that's a tactic you can use. If, yeah, especially if you're not <laughs> you haven't turbo shit and and they also it's worth mentioning too. Yeah, like you mentioned the benches, like the you know there's that's really the only. It's the only
0: uh, it's oh, cover, yeah. right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're the only thing that like is in the streets that you can use. And thankfully, the frog projectiles or any projectile. Well, I don't know. The mosquitoes might be able to go over top the benches. I'm not sure, but the yeah, because those can go over the bushes and shit too. So the mosquitoes can go anywhere. But again, like I said, those stay to a contained area. But yeah, the actual frog fucking bullets, you can hide behind, and they can't. they definitely can't jump past or through them either so you can use those if you're good enough to like run behind and past you know so that's uh yeah and that you know i guess you know you're it is probably just entirely the turbo thing i guess because that is obviously like a that's the thing like i never you know i didn't have to think about evasion i just waste lay waste (laughs) to everything you know so like if if if, if i did feel compelled to evade then that would probably change my level of engagement obviously on, on these overall things but Again, yeah. needed a, needed this, a middle ground. Needed a middle ground.
2: This hot dog stand was uh, all, I stopped this hot dog
1: stand a lot.
0: This
1: is fucking one of Nathan's franchisees here. This guy was fucking killing it.
0: <laughs>
1: and I used often it was
2: this one. After this, I was okay, but like right here, it just was a tough spot.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's that hot dog stand to the right there, and to the left is a house that with uh, Thang hanging out, and he gives you potions of the healing variety, which is a hot come up for sure. Five of them,
0: yeah.
1: Um, which is, you know, it's kind of like that is a good amount, I think, like to have for one sequence between two bosses. You know what I mean? It's like you 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 feel compelled to save them for the boss battles, and then that's mm-hmm. that's the but and you usually run out by the end of the boss battle, so That's like the right amount, clearly, you know. So after scoring those, you should head north to the building labeled 5 on the Nintendo Power Map, in which there's no boss, but you can cop another health unit in this baby. And this is when we both learned that most of the ROMs in circulation for this title are fucking broke. So when when you use a key to enter the 3D buildings, and I guess it's the 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 Japanese ROM or something. It's, it's not, again, I had to go out and do research to figure like exactly what this was, and I still don't completely understand. But so yeah, so we, when we were first playing this with the ROM that we had in the library, and also from the the websites that we usually go to for for any ROMs we don't actually have, the game would crash and restart at the top of the title sequence just automatically, you know, and. I had to, to solve this problem, like you, you were just like at the end, you were at wit's end. I hadn't even started playing yet. So I was still shooting. So like, you were like, dude, it doesn't work. I'm like, dude, there's no way, man. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you yeah. know, which is also another, again, we talked, remember how I said the, the times as an adult, I had just turned it on and tried to fuck with it. Like never getting past that point. This is a certification of that. Cause like, that's the ROM I've always had. I've had that ROM since the late nineties. And wow. did not did not know that it was broke, you know. So I am sure I've turned it on and fucked around with it numerous times in 20 fucking some years. So the fact that I never got that far is a testament to, to how, I guess, not engaging. Again, the, the overworld is and, and shit. You know, I was just like, ah, fuck this. Even though I had it, you know, I still just like don't have enough nostalgia to fuel me through this. So um. anyways, so yeah, <clears throat> I had to hunt down an obscure Reddit post from 2017 in which the solution was spoken of by the participants in the conversation, but there were no links because of rules. So I had to directly PM the accounts that were discussing it and one of them led me to the promised land essentially. So we had what's called the good set ROM and we needed the no intro version. And like they even talked about this in the conversation, like, cause someone someone said that, like you need the no intro version. And someone was like, I don't care about the intro. Like, what do you mean the intro is cool? Like I don't want, I don't not want the intro. It's maybe the best part of the game,
0: <laughs> you know? Right. And
1: it's like, it's nothing to do with the traditional definition of intro. You know, it's just uh, terminology. So it's, it's essentially the USA version, not the U version. So like when you see these ROMs out in the wild, Like, some of them will have, there'll be, like, there's an exclamation mark one, there's one that's just a U, there's one that says USA, and we needed the USA version, not the U version for our emulators, like, for whatever fucking reason, it doesn't doesn't work. So, uh, but not, but not doesn't work, like, doesn't work at that one part, which is fucking weird, right? You know, so I don't, I don't don't know what the science is behind that specifically, but there is some. (laughs) So, yeah, I copped it from a full ROM set on archive.org of all places, you know, like interesting I'm, I'm kind of surprised that that is i didn't ex- i never i've never thought about going to archive.org for roms because that i thought was illegal <laughs> no, 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 like, whatever i told you i figure figured out and i did and who's your nostalgia daddy jay <laughs> i'm glad you
2: found it because i was done i played two- <laughs> <laughs> to this part so many times trying to verify is it this rom should i switch to this one let me go over to my mac i was just right. like
1: what is happening well yeah, right yeah on romsdownload.net, the they have there's two of mine and one of them's like the play choice 10 version so like mm-hmm. you know the play choice, choice 10 has 10 games in it you know so like i had mine on in my library it happened so i was like fuck so i went and downloaded the new one I tried it there and it happened and I was like, I messaged you and I was like, did you try that other one on the ROMs on things? I was like, I would, I was about to try the third time and get mm-hmm. all the way to that point, you know, which is not, it's not terribly far, but it's more than you want. It's, Annoying. it's, it's Especially scary. if
2: you're grinding like I was to try to make it like, cause you want to,
1: you know, right. play it the right <laughs> way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a solid probably eight minutes maybe that I didn't want to burn. And so, yeah, I was like, I asked you, I was like, did you try that play choice? And you're like, yeah, it doesn't work. Either. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's what I started hunting. But yeah, I was like, I would do that in my mind. I was running ideas of like what are we going to do instead like you know what other games we talk about are we just going to play shinobi like what's like I, I was <laughs> that I was that close to being like fuck it <laughs> like, I want to play this game I didn't know That's what
2: cool. else to do man yeah. I'd throw my hands up I told you <laughs> I was like I, I don't know I got nothing
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I'm uh I'm good at internet the the anyhow back to boss buildings the music in these things is fucking dope <laughs> It's spooky, which is apropos, considering it's very much a wait-and-see-what's-around-the-corner vibe in these buildings, because you can't attack or anything, so it's just kind of like, what are you going to find, you know? And you would soon find, eventually, like nothing until you find another door, and it's the boss. (laughs) Or this one life unit in the one building, but other than that, there's just nothing in these fucking things. And, yeah, to to get the health unit in this, you have to run into a wall at the end of the short corridor in the northeast corner of the uh, the Nintendo Fire map. To score, you get a third health box, which is without saying, isn't a measurably clutch quality of life improvement in the game. And I was tempted, as you might think, or might have assumed, Jay, I don't know if it crossed your mind, when you look at these buildings, I was like, I was tempted to make maps of these basic bitch-ass buildings. I thought about breaking out the graph paper, but then I, then I got a grip on, on, on reality and decided that would be psychotic behavior because these buildings are bullshit, you know? But uh, Dude, I, def- I,
0: I definitely...
2: 100% I expected you to make maps. <laughs> 100%. I was like... I was like, they're right here, and in into the power, and they're very basic. I was like, he's gonna do it anyway. <laughs>
1: said, Cause he's a fucking psychopath, right? Yeah, no, I didn't do it. I Shot. Thought about Shot. I, I thought. I thought about it. Uh, there's a. If I'd enjoyed the game a little more, I probably would have. Like that was part of the thing. Like, you know, I, I was already like, I just come out of that fucking emulation problem, you know. So I was already like fucking on edge a little bit, you know. If I if I'd have been in a better place emotionally, I might. <laughs> I, I, I might have still done it. Anyway, there's a second door that pointlessly dumps you out the side of the building uh, in this place. So you do – it is like a – you do have to go through it. It's not just a offshoot, you know. So it's kind of teaching you the way these buildings work. Uh, coming out of there, you can make a pit stop at another Thing-laden house where you get potions of, as we described, the invisible variety. But they're actually more like an invincibility deal. And it's worth mentioning – we didn't say it, but Thing <laughs> – uh, he really gets to, like Thing is in a lot of the houses. Like, Thing really gets around for being just a little disembodied hand, you know. Like, there's it's the only one of the characters that is in multiple houses, you know what I mean? And that's interesting.
2: And it's because he's little, he can like escape the aliens without being seen, perhaps
1: you know? without being detected. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're, you're you're fantastic at making narrative justifications for this game's shortcomings. <laughs> So you come out of there and you go down to the sewer, another sewer deal, and there's just, I don't know, man, there's just like nothing new whatsoever about this sewer stretch. It's all the same brick, same water aesthetic, all the same enemies, frog slime, some of those pink growing pricks we haven't mentioned yet, but they they were in the in the earlier part. And you emerge out of there in a little area partitioned off basically just for the building level number six on, on, the, map, on the Nintendo Power map. And McWimpy is the name of the boss for this building. There's really there's nothing else to do out here. So you go to the building, and you're back in a, a first-person deal. And there's there's just again nothing to do in these buildings. <laughs> like like the only potential bad outcome, if you don't consider the boss battle's bad, <laughs> is wandering out back out the door, to where you came from. You know what I mean? That's.
2: I kind of like that though. Like I kind of like that. It's not. It's not a dragon warrior situation where you go into this place, this place where you have to chart a course, first of all, because it's like a labyrinth. And second of all, you're just running in this stuff, like fighting all the time. Like that would be worse. I like that this is kind of like figure it out and then a, it's a fight calm. time. Yeah. Calm. Okay. Because for me, I'm still battling things, you know, and we'll get to it. But Mick Wimpy was tough at first.
1: Was he? Oh, that's yeah. Good. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully you you wander into the right door, and then it is boss battle time. And yes, McWimpy is a it's like a big goblin-looking sprite with he's got arms that can extend out like whips. And the battle arena in a direct bite off Sunsoft's predecessor, Blaster Master, is just an all-black empty space. And it's cool, despite being unoriginal. It is cool, but um, so yeah, so these things happen just on a black screen, you and the boss, you know, mano-a-mano, mano, which is kind of it's a cool vibe for a boss battle. And the Nintendo Power tip suggests to break out your TNT, and I listen to Nintendo Power like a good little gamer, so I did just that. You can you can just basically walk to the side of the screen. McWimp isn't on. Drop your stick of dynamite, and because he's he's on this uh, this one horizontal path, he cannot move vertically. So you drop that that TNT over there, and then kind of just lure him that way, and He'll walk right on top of the fucking TNT, basically, and because yeah, the TNT it calls it time delayed, but it's actually contact motivated. Like when they walk on top of it, it explodes. You know, so that's how I mean I, I wasted the very first time without even having to use weapons. Really, I just fucking TNT. What? That. Yeah. Um, Interesting.
2: I think maybe I was just too burnt from the emulation stuff that like once I finally got to the boss, I wasn't looking at Nintendo Power.
1: Nah, it was, I, I was just. To-
2: i was just shooting him with guns and tank, like taking them <laughs> yeah just trying to position myself in between each of his arms because he'll drop like one long arm and you, as long as you're right in the middle you can keep shooting yeah. but then he'll scoot over to match you so you have to scoot over again and, and shoot so i just kept doing that but like at first he was killing me so once i got up once i figured it out i
1: was good to go though so you, you, that's how you killed him with the, you, with the guns yeah. Were you, did you do any potion action is that
2: no i think i used i mean i i think i may have used a potion just to like if i got hit at first because i was being sloppy but I've, it's pretty easy to like just scoot over position yourself to keep shooting because he just keeps scooting over to match you and trying to hit you again so once you just get used to that pattern it's pretty reliable
1: We're, yeah so i mean you know pretty cake as a first boss should be it shouldn't be impossible so um You're then sleep as soon as the boss dies, but it was like a little explosion animation, but then once that uh, runs its course, you're spat out the side door of the building into a small area that was previously unreachable. and there's a sewer stairwell beckoning you back below ground. So that is kind of the the system, (laughs) the system you'll get into here. You do receive a clue piece that populates the panel on the status screen after you kill the boss. And and this first one is the left tip of a the black and white drawing of a flying space or a flying saucer rather that we all know will eventually fill this panel. And the Nintendo Power Feature points out that beating this dude is a point of no return. You cannot go back to the area outside the front ends of the building. So there's no way back into the joint. So if you miss anything prior to this, you're SOL. Specifically the health unit. Health. Yeah, you know. So that was a thing too. Like a, you know. Just as a kid, just not getting it all, like not being able to backtrack, and like I know that thing's there, but whatever. It's just like but it is. At the same it,
2: time, if you died and you continue, you're going back. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. that's <laughs> then true. Then that's, that's true. null and void.
1: You know? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But then you
2: gotta do it all over again. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, down into sewer three, you there's nothing special cooking in this new sewer area, nor the overworld after it. Like you start on the road when you come back up, and you have to head east. Towards the boats and pier, which is, I mean, it is kind of, they do have, like, the water adds a new visual element to this deal, and the piers and and boats and shit. And you pass through another short and boring sewer area to get to Morticia's house. She breaks you off with the whip, and you're now rolling with all the offensive heat this game has to offer. And I noticed a note in the Nintendo Power feature below the map of this area telling you to check out the fold-out poster map that came in the center of the issue. And the like the copywriter then proceeds to talk shit basically. It says says, the town and sewer should be easy, but refer to the map if you need help. Which is like, you know, like shit like it should be easy, but if you suck at video games, you can use the map. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, funny verbiage to throw in there. And you're just railroaded from there through one more uh, each of an overworld and a sewer area before landing on the doorstep of Zybar, I guess is the pronunciation, uh, boss building. It's labeled number eight on the map. And so let's talk about another boss battle, which is really all we have left to talk about. (laughs) So Zybar is a big red dude. He's rocking some double horns. He's got a whip in each hand. So very like, like, he's very, like his mechanics are very much like McWimpy's. But he, I would say he's more relentless. He attacks at a faster clip, and he does have some vertical movement to him, which is a big game, clearly game changer, you know. So I quickly gleaned I could stay in front of him and just dodge away from the alternating whip hand attacks and pop him with a few turbo rounds before moving to the other side and repeating the cycle. So it was just like a you know, it was like a, a war of attrition type deal. It's like when you when you have that kind of battle in, in a video game. The difficulty is really in just, like, staying present, you know what I mean? And, like, making that minute but predictable move in repetition over and over and over again. It's so easy to just be like, ah! And just, like, you know, fucking, like, either try to to get too many shots in before knowing you have to move. Like, you know, either, like, yeah, doing cowboy shit like that or just literally the repetition of, like, a small pattern movement, you know? And and just staying in the cycle is is really the difficulty of it. So that was my experience with him. Like, stay patient, stay vigilant. <laughs> it took me, I think, two track, two cracks to come out the victor. Uh, how would how was your sidebar? I, I definitely lost
2: a couple times. He, we had such different experiences. I never noticed that pattern at all. Like, I felt like he would just come after me. I would just like there was no discernible pattern. No matter where I would move, he would just come after me, and keep whipping me. So I kept dying at first, and then. That's when I was like, okay, Nintendo Power, let's take a look. Said <laughs> to use that invisible potion. So that's what I would do. I had the fully powered whip, of course, because I as soon as I got the whip, I was like, I, I need to use that. And so I'm like, I would hit the invisible and then just whip, 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 whip until my invisible ran out. And I would just hit it again, whip, whip, and just keep doing it. And then I nuked him. So
1: that I that would be a a strategy. I would start using later that it mm. it, it uh, these boss battles eventually became just yes how much heat can i get in on this dude before my invincibility potions run out and then start <laughs> start healing and kind of doing the same thing you know um yeah. and, and just really turned into a cheese fest but uh
2: i didn't have yeah. to heal at this point though that's the that's the big distinction this was just <laughs> invisible whips invisible whips start, yeah, he's done
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah the yeah the, the, yeah the when I do a it, 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 boss battles dude, the first thing I am trying to do when I get into a boss battle where I don't I haven't already solved this puzzle is like trying to discern. Their reactions to my actions, like that's that like that's really where the science of these boss battles comes in. And I, I am trying to like I I've said a million times like I, I think of them as real time logic puzzles. Just like that's why, Tyson's Punch Out is just the best for me because it that it is that is that is just like, apex level, of that you know what I mean. So yeah, so like I, yeah I'm going in and like you know step a little right, what's he do? I step a little left, what's he do? I'm like very quickly learned that like his movements are mimicking those immediately. Like, uh, like one hundred percent of the time. So like I and like the way he alternates, it's like essentially just like I just need to move. It. Like as long as my steps are timed with the right whip arm, my step is going to be just like where I stop and he stops is just going to be a little bit offset. You know what I mean? Mm. With with that with that hands the the track that it's on whipping wise, I'm going to be just a little bit to the left of it or a little bit to the right of it. You know? So yeah, I get, like very quickly learned that uh, just like fucking fence testing when i first walked in so yeah nice, nice. not to mention just turbo the fuck out of them <laughs> <laughs> always useful yeah Right. so you get dumped back out there and the you get a meaningless little uh well you get another clue piece first of all and it's i think it's the right side of the ufo and the overworld five area or as i wrote as i called it overworld five there's just a meaningless sewer run that takes you to get another thing house and he imparts the missiles this time and then it's straight shot to a boss battle with Mr. Thunderblade and building marked 10 on the map, uh, Nintendo Power map. And he's got a, like a ram's head deal going on. And then he wields a big ass sword and shield that prevent any gun damage from getting through except when swinging his sword. So like that's a big change that he has like a defensive aspect to him, you know. And he's described mm-hmm. as possibly the toughest boss in the Nintendo Power feature. So he that, that is true. He is hard as fuck, I would say. And... Yeah. It also says to use every weapon, so that's exactly what I did. <laughs> like, I just, I, I just got those missiles, so I assume that's what they were talking about. I was like, mad missiles and TNT dumped it onto his ass. Uh, again, my second go round, I think, and I think like both got, like, I think, anyways, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but I think both could get through even when his shield was up to do damage. You know, the, both oh. the missiles and the TNT. So, like, that was like I said, the whole thing with him is like that defensive aspect of him. So. Using something that didn't that like nullified that factor may I made it you know much more manageable the second time through. And yeah. interesting,
2: this one was definitely easier than Zybar to me.
1: Really? Like
2: it was shocking. Right. Like I I worked them. I would hit the invisible. And you're
1: you're still using still using
2: the normal thing, still using yeah. the normal yeah NES controller. I would hit an invisible, then a missile,
1: and then like I'm whipping. Oh my god! It while I'm See you right there. That if I have to go to the menu and switch back and forth, I like, am just not doing it. Like I literally, I would just turn the game off. To, like, I had, I had to no that.
2: choice. I had no <laughs> choice. Yeah. It was like invisible, and then like switch right back missile. Then okay, now I'm whipping, 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 and I will hit another missile again. And as soon as my invisible goes out, then I'll go back to the screen, switch that invisible. That's how I had to do. It. But I, like, he was done so quick. I only did that cycle like. A couple times. Oh, really? And then he was done. Yeah. It it, it, the maybe whip, it didn't work. I it, felt like yeah. the whip was needed for him because I don't I only had to do that like twice, maybe, and he was done.
1: Maybe maybe that maybe that was the the difference then is the the, the whip the damage was doing, or the whip the damage mm-hmm. the damage the whip was doing. Because yeah, I mean I, I like I said I burnt all the way through my missiles.
0: Really? And, yeah, and then oh,
1: wow. got got to TNT and used a bunch of those and that's how, like literally so it is a long i mean i i posted that one on my boss battle video that i posted to that on the fucking page like five minutes long or some shit like i fucking bought that dude forever you know?
2: wow yeah, yeah you definitely made it harder
0: <laughs> oh man that's nuts man <laughs> yeah
1: okay. is, yeah I, I i'm i i'm impressed like you know boss battles are usually not that complicated, you know, like usually like one person's experience is very similar to the others. Like every one of our boss battle experiences have been vastly different. So <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of something like I want to credit it for, you know, like there's having that much variance in experience and, and gameplay. Yeah. It's not how these games always work, you know? So that's cool.
2: I mean, it was definitely satisfying. I will say that like playing this so far and beating these bosses was very satisfying. For
1: beating the bosses for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have I don't really have anything negative to say about the boss battles. Uh, my my complaint all comes with the connective tissue between them, you know. It's it's just there's just I was just completely completely checked out for every moment other than the boss <laughs> battles. And maybe we've identified that that was my own doing. I, I noticed after fragging him that all my this is where I noticed this that all the item counts click back up, you know. Like I didn't I missed yeah. that in the instruction manual and then so yeah, refilled to the max. So like that's when it occurred to me it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I, told you, I used all my missiles and all my, I don't know, maybe not all my TNT, but a lot of it, and, like, in my mind, not knowing that yet, I was thinking, I was like, I need to get back to those houses. Like, how do I refuel these? You know, I need to fucking like, I'm gonna need those later for sure. <laughs> you know, so like, I was thinking I had to fucking get back to those houses somehow until I know. Like, I, I, the first thing I did after I burn it all was go to the screen and check. And I was like, oh, they're all refueled, thank God. You know, so yeah.
2: Game changer right there. Because <laughs> yeah. going back sucks.
1: Yeah, well, impossible. You know, as we point out. So uh, another clue after beating him, it's the cockpit of the UFO. And then it's outside the building, too. You guessed it. A uh, stairwell leading to the sewer after these messages. We'll be right back. This is One top
0: Video
2: Game. Fester's Quest is one tough video game with sinister mazes, deadly traps, hideous monsters, and spooky graphics. But if you make just one mistake, you start all over again. Fester's Quest, the video game from Sunsoft for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Are you good enough? (laughs) That was an original Sunsoft Fester's Quest commercial. And man, they are really selling it. As a tough video game, like they said I, that
1: several I, times. I, I was gonna say they say it so many fucking times. Like that end remark: if you yeah. die one, if you oh, make, that's yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like you go back to the beginning, right? Yeah, right yeah.
0: And minutes, yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talked about how there's like this almost incorrect or over overblown belief about how difficult the game is, and like it didn't occur to me that. You know that could have came from the fucking marketing, like from the company, like created that. You know, which is like it's still a testament to how fucked up marketing is, especially with kids. But <laughs> you know what I mean? They like planted that seed in so many kids' heads that like thirty years later they still fucking are just parodied. <laughs> you know, fucking just is coming out of their fucking heads. You know, like that's wild to think about. But yeah, like yeah, the fact that tells you that like if you die, you go back to the beginning in the commercial is fucking brutal.
2: Yeah, but it makes yeah. sense if you think about it though, because like if you're not emulating with a rom where you can't just like immediately go back to where you were like you can't save state and you like you're just doing what i was doing like i was dying and having to start over and i'm like well at least i kept all my stuff that's great like <laughs> through all this stuff all over again you yeah. know what i mean so it was tough in that and if yeah. you didn't if you didn't have the freaking nes advantage then you were like oh now i gotta like freaking button mash when i get to certain enemies yeah. and once we got the whip for me man it changed everything just soon we'll get to it we're almost there but man it, it, it was tough there's a yeah. reason <laughs>
1: See, it's, it's a cool commercial though they, they they leaned heavily on the cheap performer costs of a non-union hand model to play the role of thing and my low budget indie filmmaking hustle producer jeans <laughs> gives that a tip of the cap for sure so he's definitely the star of the show there but <laughs> nice. um, yeah pretty good commercial the we're starting with the sewer overworld area Following, who, what, what was that? Uh, Thunderblade, Mr. Thunderbitch, mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Thunderblade. <laughs> Mister bird. Thunderbird? Yes. Right. So I started dabbling with the whip in the sewer here a little bit, and this is where we kind of talk about the, or I, I wrote down to talk about the actual levels of the whip, which we haven't done. So level two takes it from a leather, just a rather usual leather deal to a chain link whip. Then, and then level three adds an arrowhead to the tip of the chain and then the fourth and highest level is a flaming inferno whip (laughs) and the the, i don't know i guess there's only you know there's only so much you can do with the whip but like it just it was weird to me how much it paralleled castlevania uh castlevania Castlevania 2's whip progression you know but i mean like i said how much variance can you how many things can you cook up for a whip types you know the whip picks up items when you whack them with it so Here's the biggest problem with the whip, in my opinion. When you're spamming the whip, you will almost certainly pick up power down things. And when I noticed that, it was like dog shit, hard pass on that, back to the gun. <laughs> like, I'm definitely not. There's no reason whatsoever Man. to, or, or no upside whatsoever to using this in the like the, the general Man. area of the game. Like, boss battles, Well, sure. but
2: Well, there's 100% upside, and let me tell you why. Here's okay. story time. This is what happened to me when I had to end up like doubling back. So once I got the whip, and you know, obviously I'm powered up at this point and using the whip because I beat the last boss with it. Remember, for me, I have to button mash to kill these frog aliens and things, and you know, it's freaking tough. And I also look—is the whip a
1: sizable power difference? oh
2: 100 like i'm button mashing my my butt off to like kill the frog aliens the the later ones but with the whip it's like one or two and they're Mm -hmm. done like even those the green things that separate a thousand times like one whip they're done like i could walk through you know so it's such a power upgrade i'm using this in the overworld now i'm like heck yeah whip power because i can actually and
1: you're it's worth mentioning that you're not spamming it then because you don't have turbo I'm
2: not I don't have. Yeah. yeah I don't have to spam and like it's great like so for me whips ahoy right now <laughs> whips ahoy me. okay and it because uh, if you if you whip two things at once too they both drop at the same time and you don't have to whip again so you're good so at this point in our story I'm okay for now okay,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> all right well you come out of that sewer with nowhere to go but a hole broken in a boat dock that somehow also leads into the sewer all right. <laughs> and, <laughs> right, and yeah, and that sewer brings you to boss building 11, and these building maps scale up in complexity, which is, I mean, it's such an empty and hollow thing. There's empty halls, so it's nothing more than busy work, you know, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's a little bit of a, like, you know, the, it's a harder boss, so we got to make the building more elaborate, but like ugh, it's like, there's nothing yeah. happening here, man, it's kind of, yeah.
2: It's video games. You gotta, you gotta do <laughs> something yeah, yeah, What's,
1: what's the reason? Nintendo video games. <laughs>
0: yeah, mean, it it's tougher.
1: Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's, it's like senseless, busy work. Tougher, not actual, whatever. Anyways, looking ahead to the boss tips in the mag, it recommends the flaming whip. So I had my whole stance approaching this, you know. But I was like, okay, I read this. So this is where I did my. It wasn't at the very end. I'm sorry. It, it's uh, I did my hardcore and lengthy farming operation outside this building to get myself up to snuff on the, on the whip front. Oh, okay. and, no, I checked check that yeah Cause I was okay. So I was only able to get to level three, even with like, they just were not coming fast at all. I remember doing, there was these frogs that were, I did like, I was walking in this L around the building and fucking killing these frogs back and forth. And there were only a handful of them. And just, I did it for so long and it got to the point. And I didn't, I hadn't noticed this anywhere else in the because I hadn't farmed so hard, but like doing that, I was noticing that, like, the drop rate of things at all, let alone the ones I wanted, was decreasing steadily to the point of nothing, you know, at one point. So, the game is hip to your fucking shit if you're trying to just farm hardcore like that. So, that was interesting, too. You know, I did not expect that. Yeah. I noticed that as well later when I had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So mutilator Troy is the boss battle, and that's a great fucking boss name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he so he's like his sprite is he's a hunched over birdish looking beast. Maybe like I, I would like the funny we were talking about D and D earlier, but I would call this maybe a weirbear, bear, which I believe has some owl shit going on with it in D mm-hmm. and D lore, and there so he's got a laser gun that sprays in three directions and a shield that makes hitting him uh impossible so (laughs) so i just this is the first one where i just legitimately spammed my potions both of them i mean while dumping on his ass with missiles and running back and forth and that fragged him on the first try i just got lucky enough for it to work you know what i mean so first try nice nice Dude, I
2: lost with him a couple of times. Yeah. And and then I just opened a can on him and I would just <laughs> I would just hit my invisible and then just drop missile after missile while dodging. Since his he shot the three kind of thing, yeah. I could like just dodge and kind of be right in between one of them and just keep missiling and hitting invisible, like until I ran out, and then I would just try to dodge. And I he was done, thankfully, after beating me like two or three times.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm not sure. I don't know if I had to fight a boss a second time. Really? Yeah, we'll see. What we'll get at. for starting with this guy. You know, well, I guess that makes sense. I could see yeah. that. Get another clue here. It appears that there's only one spot left in the drawing. It's like one of the there's so say that's five total. So you get the left the first one, right to start, top third, and then you get there's two like two parts to the bottom middle one. So you get one of those. I like think the left one here, and then you are onward to the sewer and that leads to mama's house in the Northwest corner where you get the nooses into your inventory, which have a, like I mentioned, a smart bomb effect. They kill everything in sight. And it's accompanied though, by a cutaway card, which is the only clearly the only item that does this to lurch saying his catchphrase "You right." that's scored with a little tune unique to this event. So they give you a unique little music ditty. And the, this, uh, and maybe this is just my own personal preferences, but this lurch is probably, for whatever reason, and again, like, I am experiencing the Adams Family IP from an extreme distance, so the fact that I have any preference about anyone is, I think, I don't know, it surprises me to some degree, but Lurch was a cool character to me. I just liked, I liked the stoicness of Lurch, and the, so he was played in the original TV series by Ted Cassidy, and Ted Cassidy is a six-nine actor, like six foot nine inches actor from Pittsburgh that had a pretty fucking rockin' acting career for a character actor of this type, you know, like a very specific physical thing, you know. And he died in 1979 from complications associated with open-heart surgery. That's a bummer. But I almost, getting back to this boss thing, I almost skimmed over the fourth health box tip at the bottom of page of page 44 in the 10 Power feature. Walk. I said. I assume you got this one, of course. It's like you have to walk through the hidden path in the bushes surrounding the Adams family mansion. Supposedly is what it is. It's like a the house. The the graphic sprite art of the house is a little different than the others. This is supposedly the Adams family house, and it's just it's just east of Mama's house. So like yeah, like I when I saw there was nothing in there or a way to get to it, I was just like yeah whatever, and I was just like literally gonna keep going by it. And yeah, you have to like walk through the bushes, and I one thousand like as I was doing it. I 1,000% was certain that I had never seen this little sequence of events in my life, like going through the bushes like that. So, I definitely uh, have. Yeah, so I know I never came anywhere near this part of the game as a kid, for sure. Yeah. You
2: know. Me neither. And so for me, this is where things took a turn. Because so, <laughs> yeah. I made it all the way to the next boss, and then I was like, wait a minute. I should have a fourth. Like, I looked at the Nintendo Power, and I was like, wait, I missed the fourth thing. It was back somewhere else. So, going back, again, I'm using the whip because it's OP to defeat all these, like, harder aliens. It just kills them. I accidentally, like, because they're relentless here for a second, I accidentally pick up something and depowers my whip and makes it harder to kill them. And I'm (laughs) like, damn it. And it also depowers my gun. So, my gun is too big now. And I'm just like, (laughs) ah. So, I end up, like, just healing. I'm frustrated. I end up, like, healing and killing them. Going back and getting this freaking health, but at this I had, point I, had, I, had I was screwed. Too, I as well. yeah,
1: I had
2: but at this point I was screwed because like my weapons were lower, and so like I tried and you
1: couldn't kill the enemies. To couldn't kill the enemies yeah, now yeah, to get sucks. it back up, and so yeah, I died and I had to, to start over. That never even occurred to me as a challenge factor, like the Dude. that you could power down to a point where you literally couldn't power back up.
2: <laughs> Dude, I I was yeah. trying to farm and it just wasn't working here, so I. <laughs> so I died, I obviously had to continue, started back over, and I figured like, okay, at least my far- I can farm that same part again. So I was trying be, that,
1: and it, did, it, didn't, super it admirable didn't let me not get to all a safe the way data. up. <laughs> well, Very admirable, to not, it's not a safe state of there. Well, I, was, was, I would have loaded a thousand percent there.
2: <laughs> I was saving after bosses, and generally, like, I was just going along not thinking, like, why would I need to save right here? You know what I mean? And so... Yeah, I messed
1: up. I've played too many of them. I don't trust. I have no trust. You, well, we, we have trust. you you just have more general trust in the world around you than I do. And
2: <laughs> well, I you know, I thought I was just like I thought I was the shit, I guess, but clearly I'm screwed. But that's when I saw you. I think
1: your family just loves you more, Jay. I think that's what
2: it <laughs> is. You feel more nurtured. <laughs> Maybe so, I don't know. Um, yeah. But that's when I also saw you were pretty much in the same spot, but your freaking bullets were going so much faster <laughs> than mine. And I was like, that's amazing. So that's when I said, okay, let me just take one more stab at the NS Advantage. And so I plugged it in. I realized it had the two different plugs. I was like, let me try the other one. Let me try this one. Let me get the Q tips out. Let oh, me clean yeah, it again. Let me do everything. Of that.
0: I
1: didn't even yeah. fucking think that could have easily been it. You just literally had the wrong one plugged in. That didn't I don't even know, cross man. my mind as a factory. Yeah, it's the one with the white cord, exactly. the white strip on it as player one. <laughs> I don't think mine has a
2: white strip on it, but now I need to go like double check because I'm does. not it sure. Does.
1: Yeah the 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 two the two where where it branches off into two. One has a white line on the on the cord. One does not, and the light white line is as player one. That could easily have been it, or even even not even that even. <laughs> Because it has the switch on it, so you you could have had the, the player one plugged in, but been on two or vice versa. Like you know, that could have easily been where the difficulty and yeah. like if you don't know what that line means, yeah, you know, who knows? That's, I that mean, makes... I don't
2: have a manual, so I don't right, know exactly, right. <laughs> but That's yeah, funny. man, I I I plugged that in. I kept switching that up. I was like cleaning around the stick, the buttons. I did everything. I was like, I just kept trying combinations, and like something <laughs> happened once, and I was like, wait. Like, it's recognizing it now. So I also, just for the heck of it, switched back to my Mac because I, I know how to use that one easier, even though I, I play on this one now or emulate everything on my PC now. But, yeah, I went back to my Mac because I'm like, all right, I know that emulation software, much simpler. Like, it's, it's just easy. So let me just jump back in. And so once it worked, I was like, wait a minute. It's working. Money. So at this point, I played just with that on. And it was such a different experience. I got, I went from there back to right at this point again, so quickly because, and I just kept the gun. Like, I I just realized I just can't switch back to the whip right now. I just will leave this massive gun on and I can just nuke everything. And I just did that. And it was just, it was such a different gaming experience, not having to dodge all these aliens and worry about that at all. Freaking. I, feel, I can't even believe I, it,
1: man. I feel like you have no choice but to give this game King Lord's blessing, completely separate from the game itself. Like just because of the effect it had on your life, I think you owe it.
2: To <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I felt like I had to. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this. I gotta see if I can make this work. So I'm glad I figured out the right combination of switches and, and chords.
1: Uh. Well, when you get yeah, so you know, you go into this house uh, and you get something pretty unique. So you, you when you walk inside you get a beautifully done family sprite portrait of the of the whole gang, you know? And there's a moose head back behind them on the wall with its fucking antlers flapping back and forth and you get the signature theme song. So again, anytime that happens at the game, you're like, cool, yeah. <laughs> this, song, this song's <laughs> great. It's like, you, you can put me through anything while the song is playing. <laughs> and yeah, I had a thousand percent I've never seen that in my life either. So I, yeah, I know I just never came anywhere near this. So anyways, From there, you're just on that conveyor belt of misery into some lame sewer stents and even lamer overworld bush tunnels on your way to T-Rex, which is yet another great boss name. And T-Rex is a T-Rex body with a cyclops snake head holding a pistol. So a pretty fucking wild fucking concoction of ideas as far as a boss uh, artwork or design goes. And it shoots a three-way bullet, and it does a thing with its head as well. And I stood completely still in front of it, just whacking it nonstop with my flame whip, using invisible invisible potions over and over again, and it died before I ran out of those. I I didn't even, like, I didn't even try. I didn't even try to, like, battle this boss at all. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Finally, Nintendo Power describes it as, although he's the final boss from the UFO, he's not as tough as he looks. (laughs) So I did. That's probably why. That's probably why I spammed him.
2: But wait a minute. Before we even fight him, let's talk about how you got to him. Did you have no did you use the Nintendo power map to get to him and have like no problem like get getting through the house to actually fight him?
1: The boss you mean? Yeah. Or the sorry, the building? Uh
2: yeah. yeah because I, think so. I got lost. Super lost since I'd come in here once. And like tried with my underpowered weapons, and it was just, it just was not working at all with my underpowered weapons. And I had to double back. Once I came back through here again, I was like, "All right, let me just figure out my way through here." I got lost. I I, I could not with the make map it through here. No, without the map, because I was uh, thinking I, I could make it through. I could uh, not make it through. I, I yeah, no I
1: use I, I use I the map for sure. I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I wanted to try to have the challenge without it first, and I was like, again, like I can't. Like, I just see no, like
1: confusing. those fucking billions. You you again, you like you you mentioned actually kind of not hating those. Like the billions to me are just like oh, this is like yes, valiant effort with the technology thing, but like suck city <laughs> suck city on experience. There's just no reason to. You know, it's just—it's just pointless wandering. You know. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, I blew right through. I mean, I think I still, because you know, it doesn't—it doesn't, and those maps don't show you where the door is. You know. Right. It just
0: shows. Oh, yeah, they just, do. Yeah, they do.
2: They have like a little X on them on the in the Nintendo Power Map. Yeah, they do. They have like an X, so you know exactly where to go.
1: I didn't. I didn't notice that. I—I I definitely just wandered around. I'm like check, checking <laughs> like, each. So, checking Uh, each each uh fucking dead end basically you know
0: interesting yeah and it's
1: not actually in the i think this one it's not in the place where it's usually like just furthest from the door you know from the door you came in whichever hallway is for like the top left corner if you came in the bottom right or whatever this one's like it was not in that exact place you know but yeah i I Uh, I see what you're saying interesting anyways so wait so the boss how did the boss battle go uh,
2: I mean, surprisingly, not hard, because I was turbo-gunning him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I used some so invisible like use the potions. You did not use the whip? I, I started with the whip, and I was like, but it felt weird to be, like, turbo-whipping. I don't know, it just felt weird. And because you were using the gun, I was like, well, if he's using the gun, maybe I don't need to. So I went gun, and I was still trying to do my original strategy. And let, me, let me hit invisible first. Let me hit some missiles. And he was... Nuked like it was no problem. At that point, I was like, "Hey, turbo for life!"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely different. So you're dumped out of the uh, out of this, and you get the you got the full clue panel now, depicting a flying saucer, and it's off to see the wizard. The clue panel, do- like, I, and I didn't expect or know this would happen, but the clue panel, so it's you know it's got the full picture now, but it has a little pink flashing dot on it, just below the top command center thing, and like off to the right a little bit, which suggests some kind of clue that might be a benefit. Like, like my like my expectation was absolutely, it would just be a picture of UFO, which I knew, and you'd have to go to, a, you, you have to go to, I knew you have to go, and the UFO was fucking over the city, so, like, you know that the UFO is where the end, this game is going to end. So I just assumed that it was, like, a completely pointless thing, this clue panel. It was just, like, bullshit, you know? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's, uh, I was surprised that there was, like, additional information there provided you know and and i don't maybe you you know maybe we'll just save it we'll talk about that later i guess but
2: i paid no attention to that clue panel
1: at all <laughs> okay well yeah oh i i finished the game After and I, I i have no idea what that flashing dot means it doesn't correspond with where the boss is in the ufo i like get it i have no idea what that means but it didn't
2: guide you like i was gonna i thought you were gonna say tell me you used it as a guide like through the ufo map because yeah. i that map sucked, but I, map, I <laughs> look at this clue the entire time. Like, it never dawned to me like that. I don't
1: think – I mean, maybe it does have some meaning that I either didn't engage or find or whatever, but it did not – you know, we'll talk about when we get to the UFO. Yes. How, so, how, how
2: did we not use the clue, the thing that's marked cool? Thing, yeah, like,
1: how yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, what, the, what the fuck, man? I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, the thing is, too, though, you got to be careful about having that opinion – because we're using Nintendo Power, which is a cheat code. You know yes. what I mean? You know, like if you if you were relying on just in-game hints or in-game information, maybe that thing means more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that would be implemented, but maybe, you know. So I'm I'm careful to criticize that aspect because you know, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous to suggest that it has no meaning. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: It's gotta have maybe it's some type of positioning.
1: Right, yeah, but I don't, I'm don't. i not sure what it would be after having been through that UFO. So, yeah, I mean, you, know, you come out of this and, like, the home stretch, you're, of course you're going to be subjected to a little more super action, and you come out on a little island with a – it's pretty cool, actually, because it, it is – again, we've talked about how kind of just uh, uniform all the overworld stuff has been to date, but you come out on this little island that's in the very center of the map, and the
0: uh, – uh, and uh, yeah, I didn't even, like –
1: There's that map that was like the pullout map in the in the issue that's not in the scan that I was using of the Nintendo Power. So I was just using the the parts map that in, in the pages, right? So when I saw that referenced, I went and looked it up and tried to find it. And so I could actually use the full sprite map. And like the full sprite map is much more, you know. I wish I'd been using it for the whole time because it is much more immersive and, like, it makes more sense. It shows the whole landscape, you know. So this island is in the, the dead center of the whole map, and it, it's, like, a little graveyard monolith tomb vibe going on with it. So it's, like, it's, surprisingly, too, it's adorned with a bunch of Christianity iconography, which is usually, like, not— <laughs> hey,
2: graveyards a, and stuff. They're like, yeah, this is what it is. But they're actual crosses, deal. though,
1: you know, which usually you don't get those in Nintendo games, dude, you, and, not, and not U.S. Nintendo games. They must it. have
2: been like, yo, know, it's Fester's quest. Like, this yeah. is cemetery. Either, the, either that, do, or the know?
1: fucking they, they sent it over to Nintendo, and Nintendo couldn't get to this part of the game. <laughs> you know, and
2: fucking they didn't... They're, they're like, yeah, we're good. Just yeah, it. whatever,
1: man. Fucking yeah. Sunsoft, you guys are cool. Whatever, just fucking do everyone. <laughs> so yeah, so you walk up the steps on like the little tomb thing, and when you touch it, you're just teleported inside of the UFO. So now we're in the UFO, and this is like. This is where this, the rest of the shit goes down. And on one hand, they change shit up in here. Like it's, it's visually different and the enemies are different. But on the other hand, it's also just the same tedious walk about the overworld and sewers are, but reskinned with different artwork. You know what I mean? And like, even the, the enemies are all kind of like each one I could each enemy I encountered in here and I shouldn't say each. most of the enemies I encountered in here. I could directly, immediately, directly and immediately draw a parallel in my mind to the enemy that I'd already encountered, that this was just a different sprite behaving like, you know what I mean?
0: Like mm, the bur- the, bur- the, bur- the,
1: bur- the burrowers, the slime replicating, like everything had like an, a, 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 a similar Interesting. thing. Interesting, I never well, even, I didn't even
2: notice that. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of
1: them, like those those flying ones with the arms and shit that shoot the things were different. And yeah. so there's a little bit of originality in here, but there was also just some reskinning of of the same behavioral code. I think you know what I mean.
2: And They had but, the weird things that were like the eye opening things that the shot. Those are annoying.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you, you, those you could freeze those by just basically if you dump on them with turbo they freeze up and that was the only way to deal with those. Yeah, like when I first when I first encountered those and I was just trying to avoid them. Yeah, they ruin your life. But if you just run up on them and just start dumping on them immediately, they'll just stand there until they die. And, and then yeah, shoot
2: eventually they'll open up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did you feel that way about it? Did you feel like this was a really tedious walkabout through here? Like this was? I to felt me, like
2: this was hard as. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was so hard. Like I. I went all the wrong ways. Like, <laughs> I, I thoroughly and fully explored this entire UFO, I'm sure, because I went like all the wrong ways first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like what? Because and then I checked. And so I was like, darn it. There's no map for this part. Like there's which is good. I'm glad there not not wasn't. in there.
1: But oh, I, 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 I just unforgivingly Googled the, Googled the map of it. Did you really? I, no, I think I would. No, check that. I think I did go through it first. I got into a dead end. So yeah, I'll talk about it in a sec. But yeah, I got to a part. So I was going through it just because, you know, it, uh, the first half of it or so is pretty linear. You can't I mean, you know, it is windy yeah, at first. Like, as, as far as what you you don't have options, you know. <laughs> so I went through like, you know, it's a long ass fucking area level, whatever. And I got to that part where you come down into like the the middle bottom yeah. after you after you went through that whole bottom right quadrant. And, like, you came down, and there's, like, I hit a dead end that was, like, just off. I mean, dude, I, you know, it was, like, two seconds down this way, and I hit a dead end, and I was, like, nope, fuck this map. That's, like, me, I was, like, I'm, I am like, not wandering aimlessly, dude. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Not happening, you know? So, yeah, like, this, my level of, like, inclination to deal with any uh, adversity in here i was like nope fuck you (laughs)
2: You that's well it's it's crazy to me because when you think about the overworld map like it was so linear you couldn't really go the wrong direction like there was that first part at the beginning where you could go here and it would lead nowhere you could go in that one sewer and go nowhere but otherwise you were going pretty much it funneled you where you wanted to go so i assumed it was going to be like this here and so the first opportunity where you could go right or left i was like i started to go left i was like wait but let me just check right first i'm sure it'll be a dead end and it kept going long so i was like clearly this is the right way and i kept going so long up and around dead end i was like yeah well dag and then i went back again and went the next direction and then once you had a decision again I chose the wrong way. Went super long, far, 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 and then dead. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, this place was it was tough, man. It was tough for sure. Because like you know, I have the the advantage on now, so it's much much better. But some every now and then I like die, like get hit for some stupid reason. But thankfully, I'm not
1: dying. Yeah, you couldn't. You know, we already mentioned those eye things, and like it took me a few. Yeah, they usually. Would jump. You, usually they would send those things with the arms that shot at you when you're on, like, a um, some sort of, like, the the, the the bridges or platforms over the water or whatever. Basically where you were – you didn't have a lot of leeway movement-wise, you know, so you were kind of stuck in the way you had to deal with them. And, like, it took me – you know, I had a little bit of trouble with them at first figuring out that, again, same thing. If you can just get on them and dump on them, your, your bullets would, would kill – would blow up their projectiles and essentially – Nerf them, you know? So, every everything eventually became, like, a way that you could reliably deal with it. But, yeah, there were, I guess, contrary to what I was saying about, you know, having learned all the patterns of everything, like, there were a couple enemies that you had to, like, figure out, you know? So, but... Uh, yeah, not definitely not easy, man. I mean, the, the, so the I just I guess talking about the aesthetic a little more. The room you start in kind of reminded me of a a like a bad tile floor in a kitchen at a grandmother's house.
0: Yeah, seventies. Like like
1: yeah, uh, in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, the green and orange <laughs> decor life, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> do you think when you say seventies to a millennial, Jay? Like, do they even think of the seventies? Like, or or does their mind just skip right to the next thought without even forming a mental image? Like, like, does does the 70s mean anything
0: to the generation after us? Yeah, I mean, they they, they
1: barely mean, like, they they mean to me, like, just like a few trace, like, TV things, you know what I mean? Like, even to me. So, like, I bet kids younger than us, like, the 70s are, like, talking about, like, if you talk to me about the 40s, I'm like, I know World yeah, War II. What I know that? World War. <laughs> yeah, I know World War II happened then, but I have no mental image. <laughs> like, you
2: know. Not a clue. Yeah. I, no, I'm thinking like the 70s show, you know, that same right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. They probably won't have any idea. <laughs> I mean, really, my kids will have no freaking idea
1: what I'm talking about. Yep, for sure. So the design is set up in a way where you canvas the entire surface area of the shape of a UFO from a side view, right? Like, and I I probably only know this because I was using that map. If you don't have a map, this probably never even occurs to you. But you're playing the game
0: in a top-down view. But I don't even know if I can
1: describe this. Like, you're playing in a top-down view... But you're, it's, it's, you know, if you like, you were thinking about this all in like a space. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it from above, and the UFO would have to be theoretically laying on its side for the shape that you go through, like that that the 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 map is tracked on, you know, which it's, it's clearly that doesn't make any sense. It's just weird, you know. Um, whatever, it's just fucking whatever, Nintendo, but it's just something (laughs) I I could not shake while I was playing it, it because like, you know, you you, you can go up into what would be the bubble, but it's like, again, it would have to be laying on its side, you know, and it's like, it's long ways here. It's just, it's super fucking weird to me. But, yeah, I I got over, yeah, it was over halfway through where I found that dead end. You know, so like, literally, I had done half the stage, and just, you know, that should have, I guess what I'm getting at here is it should have instilled a little bit of I don't know, investment into where I've gotten to and that this was achievable in some way, shape, or form because I I'd gotten probably, you know, I didn't know it was halfway at the time. Well, no, I did kind of because I had the map, you know, so I kind of had an idea that I about halfway through. But, or no, I, I wasn't on the map yet. Sorry, that, that's the difference. So, yeah, so, like, I've been playing a while, though, so, like, there should have been some level of investment, you know, but there, like, it wasn't. Like I said, the, the second I hit, like, a any adversity, I was like, nope. Fucking cheating. <laughs> that's how at the end of my rope I was here. That was funny. Oh, Maybe. man.
2: I felt like it was yeah. cheat enough, like, to use the advantage. Except for the fact that they said to use it in the
1: manual. So, I was like,
2: clearly it's not. <laughs> right, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Played with this. Yeah, and, like, I mean, the commercial, like, there was, like, a full understanding at, like, the most. This is a hard game. Like, yeah. that whole,
2: that commercial reframes my whole thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I like it. I appreciate it, though, now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, the second run through after I got, you know, restarted and got the map, uh, I was I got probably two thirds through without even needing to refer to it. now. so again, just like a testament to like, I I quit way too early <laughs> basically on on this part. But uh, yeah, I only had to do that one area, which is probably where you're talking about the like after after you go through that that gray room in the bottom middle, you go up that hallway and then come back down a little bit and there's like a split off. And like, even with the map, I still went the wrong way for a minute, <laughs> you know? Cause I wasn't trying, like I, didn't, I wasn't like looking at the map, like playing like frame for frame. I was like trying to like, just refer to it when necessary, you know? So like, I ended up going the wrong way even after having the map for, for a brief moment, but.
2: And I feel I, like I, I encountered some random new aliens that I never encountered before and never saw again. Like, I don't know, did you recall that? Like. I didn't stop and, like, take a picture or anything because I was just so like, oh, my gosh, what is that? And uh, it was something I would never see again, you know, some brand new alien, not the green ones that, like, shoot the balls. But I don't know. Do you
1: recall anything else? I honestly dude. You know, we're sitting here talking about this fucking level. Like, I remember the ones I described, the flying ones with the eye, with the arms moving around it. I remember the eye crawly spider things. I have no memory of any other enemy in here. Like, Come not specifically, that. you know. Like, I'm just a bunch of shit that I had to vape. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Very nice. Of them, none of them stood out to me art-wise, you know. Um, so, uh, one thing that did stand to me art-wise, though, commendably so, was when you, approaching the final boss battle area, the entranceway to it has, like, a little bit of cool sprite work going on with their skulls on the wall, and they built, like, a little stone wall outside of it that kind of, like, I don't know. just gives it more significance. You know, Like I felt the significance of that. I was probably approaching the final boss and kind of like, I'm maybe harking back when I'm thinking of, as I say, this is like the Castlevania um, Dracula lead up where you, you come out of the, the, the clock tower and you have to go up those steps where nothing's happening. And it's got the moon behind it. You know, like when a game takes, makes an effort, it takes some time both gameplay wise and obviously development wise to give you some build-up, some anticipation to that final boss battle. Like that's, that's cool to me, you know? So uh, I, all the shit I'm talking in particular about this game, I want to point that out that I thought that was cool and a little bit more suspenseful, you know? Yeah, so sure. you walk I, in, I, I,
2: walked, I walked in there and I was like, is this, is, is it, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly like, I'm like, about to walk in the stuff right now, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah the, and that, yeah. Like even, even that, so even like that shit outside of it's one thing, but like, the like you like the floor yeah. of that room. I wasn't like I spent a moment outside of it, like unsure if I should walk on that. You know what I mean? But like sure. it, it had like a you could this could fuck you up look to it, and yeah. it, remi- it reminded me a little bit of the if you can remember Life Force enough, or even Contra, kind of has this both yeah kind of same game like that that like uh, just the alien.
2: I call it alien organs, like yeah, it's, like, it's the, like body mass,
1: <laughs> the body mass, the uh, body mass veins and shit. It kind of had that look to it, you know. So yeah, I wasn't sure exactly. Yeah, it's kind of it, like I think of it if like you know if, if something if a, if an alien life form had a layer and like kind of like the what the the H.R. Geiger alien stuffs like they kind of like transform the the innermost layers into like this organic space, organic like Stranger over-
2: Things kind of
1: yeah, too. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Weird. Yep. So that that was pretty cool. So yeah, you walk into the room and, and you get a little, you walk on it for a second, I guess, before you get in there. And like, before you can see the back wall though, it just cuts to a black boss arena, you know, like you've seen many times. And at the top is a mother brain type cyber bio life form creature kind of deal, you know? And this is your final boss battle. And the heap of this shit is like It has two little guns right in the middle at floor level, like at the bottom of it, that just shoot a straightforward projectile. And there's a hole, just a little bit offset to the left of center mass, I would say, that shoots this wavy projectile out of it at a it's a lesser rate than the guns, you know? So, again, having, I guess, gleaned what I had about boss battles to date, and particularly the way that my last few had went, I instinctively just stood in front of the front two guns and just blasted away with turbo gunfire using invincibility potions to prevent death uh, until those were blown up. And then once they were goners, I thought I was like, I, you know I, I was like, I don't really know exactly what I'm sh-. like there, you know there's no there's no uh, hint or behavior or like there's no flashing eye or you know what I mean, there's no like there's no there's no thing on the sprite. That draws your attention to it, to like this is its weak point, you know?
0: Yeah. Which, which so.
1: is in, interesting boss design, and you know maybe like I don't want to criticize it for that because it's the final boss and like that it, it should be more difficult and less obvious, I guess. But I didn't know what to do basically, so I just yeah switched to missiles and tried ever so briefly with missiles. But I don't know if you tried. Did you try missiles on it at all?
2: I did try missiles, yeah, and it would and like
1: it would track the
2: beam. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Oh, yeah, exactly. so those, frustrating.
1: Yeah, those cool crosshair or that cool like fucking targeting system that I commended earlier, like, yeah, would follow the fucking, the the fucking projectile. So, like, dude, I was, I mean, I don't even know if I got one off. Like, the second I saw the crosshair follow that thing, I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> like, I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know, and, like, turn the missiles back off. So, uh, yeah, it was very, it was funny. Like, I literally, I think I laughed out loud at, like, how short my amount of time spent with that, <laughs> with that strategy was. It was just so quickly, like, not not the way to go. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, that didn't work, and I was like, oh, well, fuck it, kamikaze. So I just, like, went back to – I just dumped on, like, the middle of the, the mass, you know, and like using healing potions when needed, and it died before any risk of death presented itself. You know what I mean? Like, first time. Really? Yeah, other than that missile first thing. First like, time? First time. Other than that – yeah, that was – that play video was the first time I'm walking in there. That was all – no bullshit the first time. So, yeah, so, you know, save for that moment with the missiles, no stress. It was a stress-free – experience and you know in turn not much satisfaction if any from the from the demise wow, which, which is based on my experience to date is exactly what i expected to be i will say you know uh so i wasn't surprised but you're still a little disappointed and yeah you know yeah and yeah i mean that you know i i did yeah. it and i did it in stream so my boss battle stream it'll be in the show notes if you want to see how bored i am the whole time but like I, yeah there was just no no suspense to it at all once i got in the room like i said it was cool and suspenseful getting in there but like mm-hmm. the actual battle was yeah i don't know didn't do anything for me how, how was yours
2: wow um yeah i definitely the boss is definitely hard i definitely died a couple times um i tried to use the same strategy but i came in expecting to use the whip you know because of the whips everything about it and i'm like well they told me to have a power some things can only be defeated with the powered up whip so i came in
1: with the powered up whip and yeah, uh, I think those little notes like in the bottom, like that little like cluster of like, we're not going to show you the map, but here's a couple things, yeah, a couple, couple things to help you with the final boss. Like, I think it mentioned in there something about having the powered up whip, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. So, I,
1: I tried that, but like, I
2: yeah, I kept shooting my missiles, and the heat seeking would follow the heat of the freaking bullets, and yeah, I died a couple times. Um, because I would try the invincibility, and yeah, eventually, I don't know, man. I, I switched back to the gun, but like I didn't want to straight. I didn't want to go back to the gun at first, you know, because I I just assumed I had to use the whip, and of course, I didn't. I therefore did not have a shield to keep me alive quick enough, and so I yeah I would die. Um, but I switched back to the gun, and I was I was so frustrated. I just flipped to the game genie code invincibility.
1: Oh yeah, go. oh yeah. shit, it was that yeah, man. man. It was tough. It was did tough, you, man. I, did you did you try just I mean walking up to and just dumping on those guns?
2: Not just standing straight up. Like I, I knew I had to kill them, but like I still, every time I would get hit, I'm like I've got to be able to position myself uh, or do something else, and yeah. like maybe if I had just like stood still and not moved at all, that might have happened. But
1: yeah, didn't. Well, oh, I can, you can watch that. The, You can watch <laughs> the video. It definitely just wastes them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I had to burn some potions doing it. Like I, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, i, I say no suspense. Like, I got through all my invincible potions and, you know,
0: yeah.
1: had to start taking damage. But, like, and, you know, and that obviously is different than invincibility in okay. that you got to, like, watch your health meter and, like, make sure it's not, you know, once you get – well, if you let it get to one, you're risking a little bit, you know. But what the thing is, once you kill those guns, like I mentioned, that the wavy projectile that comes out the hole is much – it's not seldom, but it's 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 much more incremental and, and predictable than the gunfire oh, is, you know. See, so like so like you don't you know, you're not as worried about getting down to one health once that's the only thing left. You know, what I mean,
2: see, that's interesting. I spent time trying to figure out the bosses. I'm like, this is the final boss. I need to figure out his mechanics. So like once I got to the point where I like I def- defeat, like destroyed one of the guns, I'm like, what is this wavy thing doing? Like i would move. And it would change its behavior because at first I'm like, oh, if I – if it comes straight down, it's going to hit me like this. But if I move over here, I'll miss it. But it would go like much wider and still hit
1: me. Oh, uh, well, see, I it never, was, I, never yeah, very, like, I never even saw that. I never even saw that during flight pattern because I never moved out from right in front of the fucking thing.
2: <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I spent apparently a lot of time trying to figure it out. And-
1: the fucking thing blows up. And it cuts to the view we saw beyond Fester in the opening cinematic, and the UFO is above the city. And before the Uf, it actually explodes into nothingness, um, after like the it's it's still beaming shit up, and then it just explodes, you know. And then all all is well. <laughs> it just like cuts <laughs> from that. It cuts from that to the whole family and a crowd of cheering people, essentially. I guess theoretically, like downtown, you know. After this has happened, and the you got the dope ass family fucking Adam family song playing, and it, like, it's it's pretty long. Like, it it stays on that screen. Everyone's fucking raising their fists and shit, you know, for a pretty long time. So, like, it was oddly, even though somewhat basic, pretty satisfying, you know? And then, like, so th- it finishes that, and then it cuts to a teal card with just white text saying, copyright 1989 by Sunsoft, and then it's just silence forever. It doesn't uh, cut to the title screen, and there's no expectation to play it again or anything like that. So... I thought that interesting and odd that it like it didn't
2: uh... well if it's supposed to be one tough video game they're like if you beat it here's your celebration song congratulations you're not going to probably want to play this again you're done sure <laughs> but even but
1: no even like not even like fake credits just like no credits at all you know like no oh, nothing yeah. about the yeah nothing I just... did sit there I sit I did sit waiting for a while like oh yeah every, every time I beat one of these games I just sit and go was it yeah what, it, what's it, coming next no yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it going to do? Yeah,
2: Yeah, it was surprising not to see that. You're right. That was the overworld theme bringing us into the blessing our favorite section, Josh.
1: <laughs> what are you thinking? I don't know if this is ever happened before, man. I I have this long list. Not long, but I have a list here of notes saying things. Like, it, it kind of feels like you're just on a conveyor belt from boss battle to boss battle. The overworld sewer, overworld and sewer areas are pointless. TDM, like, where the only, like, mental engaging thing is just Avoiding the weapon power downs after I have turbo eviscerated an enemy, like the biggest difficulty is aligning fester sprite in a way where his gunfire isn't impeded by bushes, walls, benches, whatever. Like, it has next to nothing to do with the enemy presenting difficulty themselves. Uh, you know that the only way to make this game interesting would be to play Sanserbo, which I don't I don't I don't know if that would make it like it. I was thinking it wouldn't make it harder, necessarily. It would just be more exhausting, you know what I mean? And, sitting here and talking about it for three hours with you. Like, I think I'm wrong. I think, I think, I think, I think, I I, think the way I played it. Is wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think I did it wrong. The, like, yeah. there were so many like you know we, the boss battles were all interesting and engaging for the most part. Again, like the only reason I was able to do the things I did where I didn't have to solve a puzzle were because I was playing it with the the turbo thing, you know. And like, yes, it tells you to do that in the manual, but like, I don't know, man. I got I, I, that. Maybe that's the only. Maybe that's the that's the thing. Like my only thinking about it more gripe is that. And i don't know i don't have a solution for it is like t- what would what is that middle ground that i'm saying it needs in order to like, i don't know where that is i don't know if it exists between playing it on turbo and just eviscerating things or playing it without turbo and it being fucking impossible you know and like i mean you you got to it was like the, almost the fourth boss right before you switched I, over i got to the fifth
2: i i was uh, i was to the point where i was going towards the fifth boss
1: okay so beating the fourth one just, then
0: yeah
1: without turbo so yeah i mean i mean and t-rex is not that hard and nor is the the mother brain i mean harder clearly without turbo but i mean you you know you didn't even do the cheese thing that i did to beat either one of those i don't think so yeah i think i just did it wrong and i think i think i owe it i think it, i think as much as there is like it is frustrating like that was the goal like that was like the you said the commercial like that was that's what it's supposed to be they knew it was that Mm -hmm. and like you know you could you could say that it's lazy to know that to know that it's apocalyptically difficult at times and just do it anyways and to not try to balance that out or take the time or make the effort or whatever Mm -hmm. but i don't know man like yeah i think i like i i walked into this you hear the top of the episode, like I was. This was no before this conversation, and I think if only, not spite, but like if only just, like uh, in response to my own <laughs> failure, <laughs> failure to try to engage it the way it needs needs to and probably supposed to be engaged. Uh, I owe it that because there was enough in there, even despite all my bitching that I had good to say about it that I think I have to switch I have to flip my script and say yes.
0: Oh, yeah, which
1: I I, again, I could not have anticipated less going into this recording. Wow.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, man, I think you uh, I'm I'm surprised to hear that. But I I think you're right. I think there's some nuances that you just miss. Like, because I because of my experiences with the gun and realizing how much easier it was to use a whip be a, to not have to, to do so much right. button jamming. I countered these issues where, like, the big jumping, like, flea aliens, they don't fear the whip. Like, it doesn't push them back. So they would still hit me. And so I was like, oh, you know, so, like, I had no choice but to switch back to the gun. But if my gun was, like, lower powered, because that's when I was, like, it just – you know what I mean? Like, so you experience these like things where it's like, "Oh, this is so sure. tough right here," the, and you're the, just like, "Why you're the, just like nuking yeah. through it?"
1: <laughs> the economies of the game are completely yeah. flat-li- flatlined by the, the 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 turbo thing for sure. Yeah, man, that's yeah. you know the new that 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 nuance is exactly what I was saying was lacking. So I I can't. It would be so hypocritical yeah. to to make that the reason to not tell someone to play it. Knowing that that's why it was that way, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. (laughs) So that was so that that is a yes. Then how do you as well?
2: Well, I I think yes. Long story short, yes. It is a tough game. I I had to grind. Like I felt like knowing my knowledge of video games now, and and realizing, oh wow, I get the power up guns. Like yeah, I want to grind and get like all the gun if I can do that here because it won't fit. You know, my other guns won't fit in the sewers and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Having that different experience to where I get a completely different weapon and how it changes things. And then I was actually having fun, you know, probably from the second boss through the fourth when I was just tearing through things because I was feeling so OP. And I was like, yeah, this is great. You know, I'm succeeding going through. And the minute like hardships came and I was like, "Ah, dang God, I'm depowered a bit. Then the whole thing changed and it was like much tougher for me to double back and get the health to maintain like it was just everything was a struggle to where i was like all right i'm starting over like i continued i gotta start over and like get those weapons up to snuff and keep them because if i drop again like it's so much harder to like keep these guys down and i still had to like whip like the jumping pink frogs like a couple times so if there's multiple you know it's tough so yeah it's just I had to really think about how I wanted to approach things, which gun I wanted to use, if I was going to be using missiles. Like all the boss babs were engaging. So it was freaking tough. Obviously, the music is great. The score is good. Yeah, the music is fantastic. Gra- gra-
1: graphics are fantastic. The cutscenes are yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, so that's it. Yeah, knowing it's going, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Listen to this. So I didn't say that because I changed my tune. Like the, the closing little thing that I wrote down here was. Just as every lore disciple remarked in the face page post throughout my play the only reason to play this game is for self punishment or novelty it is not enjoyable experience is not an enjoyable experience in any real way outside of that awesome theme song like <laughs> that's what i that's what i wrote down and i got to a place where i said yes instead uh, in this conversation it's kind, of, <laughs> kind of crazy if if only the us political landscape could be such good listeners
2: Right. Like, are you saying your thinking has evolved on this
1: <laughs> Are you saying that you listened to the people around you and changed your mind about the way you felt hardcore about something inside of you? Uh, yeah, if only. Nice. Um, maybe we should, maybe we should, maybe uh, an initiative that we could start, Jay, is to uh, maybe like like the way they airdrop supplies onto third world countries. Just airdrop yeah. copies of Fester's Quest onto the U.S. coast, <laughs> Coast to coast. And it could just make everything better.
2: <laughs> we gotta include our commentary. Like remember in case you experienced yeah. it this way, think about it this way. Like,
1: exactly right, yeah. See both sides of the coin. Well, oh, is, 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 is there a more, like have we, you know, we've given a lot of games, Mike Tyson's punch out included, glowing yes, double yeses. Is there a more glowing uh, King Lurk endorsement than that? <laughs> we said it could, right? that, it could, that it could rectify the ultra divided US fucking political landscape. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, true. Adams family. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Sunsoft. Uh, we should get, get their get their fucking the, whoever the elite. We don't know because it's not in the cre- credits, probably maybe the biggest gripe now after the fact. Uh, we only knew who the fuck that was, which maybe we could look it up. Let that person know that like <laughs> your game holds the key <laughs> to harmony, to to uh, world peace and fucking right. and political uh-huh. harmony in the United States. <laughs> Okay, well, that's fucking Fester's Quest. Uh, Didn't see that coming. Next up is Game Pro number nine. And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided whatever dumbest company is of your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on that podcast platform of choice or any other for that matter. The website is nyh entertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod on Facebook and banter with us on there. And there are a link to the YouTube gameplay videos, playlists on or in the show notes, Rather, there's the ISOH subreddit. If you want to get down on Reddit and hate Mark Zuckerberg, We don't have a Patreon, but if you'd like giving money to things podcasters tell you to and would like to do so in our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that is cool as fuck. The the URL for that, rather, is ablegamers.org. And, Jay, what are your socials?
2: Gentleman JB without the second E. That's my gamer tag, and, yeah, that's how you can find me on Xbox.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Josh Folan, on Instagram at my shift key is broke. And yeah, we have an Instagram as well. ISOH pod on Instagram. I shouldn't mention that and and I'll fix these notes and that's how you can find all of us and the pod. Okay. bye. Bye.